Hello and welcome to the Video Gamer UK podcast. I am joined as ever by Simon Miller. Well, not as ever. I wasn't here last week. Well, hello, well, how's it going? You, usually, you pedant, hear, right? Pedant, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pedomania. Pedant Simon right, Miller. Yeah. Uh, also joined by uh, pedant and asshole Steve Burns. <laughs> I thought you were going to say tomorrow then, but uh, <laughs> I'm offended. I dare you come at me. And uh, editor in chief Tom Ory. Thomas Ory. Thomas Ory. Thomas Ory was I'd like a name I there, could there extend. Was a, there was a ruined take of this earlier where I introduced myself as Jamie. And You've all got it. Immediately. Steven, yeah. Jamie, Thomas, can't do nothing with my name. No. Be screwed. Which means you're always in trouble. Yes, yeah, exactly. Call True fact. Sim. No one calls me Simon, they ever calls me Miller. People, people mm. call you Sai? Do you not like it? No, I, I don't. I mean, I, mean, I, I sign all my emails off with Sai. Yeah, uh, just because quicker. But uh, no one calls me Simon or Simon. Everyone calls me Miller. How much time do you say? In an email? Yeah. It's only Got... pressing like three, no, no, no. buttons. <laughs> My life's like this, man. Non-stop, non-stop. Got to keep going. But everyone calls me Miller. Everyone. Since I was about 13 years old, even in school, teachers, everyone's always called me Miller. It's never changed. But I'm fine with it, though. Come wherever you want. Asshole, dickhead, prick face. Fuck it. Fuck it. It's all good. Uh, what teachers used to call you Miller? Uh, actually, that makes sense. That, that, yeah, that's a thing. They, I think I've told this before, but one... Uh, student for lack of a better term came up to me once and said so Miller what's your last name I was like oh you're not going to go far in life are you <laughs> so, was it uh, David Cameron Boris Johnson no my, my school wasn't that good Simon Miller went to Eton is that what you're trying no, Simon Miller went hey. to school where he got chased by nunchucks right. but again <laughs> yeah, not, that's, not, that's not for today Eat, that's what they do there nunchucks it's the only place where nunchucks aren't banned yeah <laughs> it's probably true <laughs> said, whatever you want their dads banned them yeah, exactly. but, but for their, not for their sons <laughs> oh yeah, they've got like parlor games where they wrap nunchucks off each other's bollocks or something, haven't they? Yeah, I heard it's bound to be I a thing, that, yeah, isn't yeah. it? I'm excited. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, we've got stuff to talk about. Firstly, uh, Miller, because we, we want to get this start out with this. Oh, we, it's going to annoy we, so many people. We, we want to get this out of the way, though, don't we? Because people are going to complain. <laughs> So let's start with so, it and throw it in their face. It's supposed to be a gaming podcast. No, I don't want to talk. Jim asked me earlier, he said, what do you want to talk about? And I said, I want to talk about WrestleMania. Yeah, So, but, but Simon thought I was asking in general. Like. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about WrestleMania, the NES game, but I'm not really. I, just yeah. want to, I don't want to say too much because I realized this when <clears> I was on my way to the podcast studio. Like Some people may not have seen WrestleMania and it would be greatly unfair if they tuned into a video game podcast to mm-hmm. get spoilers about Wrestlemania because a yeah. wrestling podcast somewhat ironically did that with me I was listening to it and they just spoiled Gotham for me I was like, that's <laughs> such an asshole thing to do because I don't expect to tune into a wrestling podcast to hear about Gotham but what I do want to say is I think Wrestlemania was a very good show with a couple of terrible uh, winners that's yeah. all I say I've decided because otherwise it's really unfair much like the GMAs yeah, exactly. Well, that's not a good show. Um, but the GMAs is the opposite. It was a really entertaining. It was a really entertaining show. But yeah, a couple of the people that came out on top, I just thought was just ludicrous, ludicrous, ludicrous booking and not looking forward at all, and just you know building people up to then you know lose to the wrong guys. But I thought it was a great show. Uh, if you do want to hear me rant about wrestling, I'll probably do a podcast on my own time or something. Fuck my that way. I don't want to cross promotion. You know. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. like, because it's not that's a tease. I don't want it to be like, oh, Miller was going to talk, then he stopped at the same time. I don't want to spoil We've it. We've got to do our I'm wrestling to, podcast as well. Yeah, well, now's the time. I just want to do, I want to start talking about wrestling again. So Me too. But it's a good show. Uh, as I said to you, the only other thing I've been playing is Counter Spy. Mm. And no one cares about Counter Spy. It's old and it came out on PS Plus. It's really good. If not, you really like it, don't you, Jim? I love Counter Spy. My it's problem with it, I get, it runs out of steam for me too quickly. Unless that's how you're supposed to play it. 
Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to play it for more than, say, 20, 25 minutes at a time, do a couple of levels. and Yeah, yeah. You know, but I think the idea is great. I think the execution is great. I think it's really... Um, it's, it's such a dickhead, but it's fun. Do you mm. It's a really fun game. It doesn't take itself seriously at all, but it's still... You know, the mechanics I, still hold up. I love Counter-Spy because it, it, it's a really simple game. Um, yeah. And it, it feels like it could have worked in the 16-bit era, like, easily. But I totally agree. Um, but it's got, like... It, but it's got just enough sort of depth that you, you feel like it's a much bigger game than it is, if yes. that makes any sense. I, I think the whole, um, you know, shooting in, in 2D, but then having the cover in 3D stuff, yeah, yeah. just adds a nice kind of mechanic to it. I think, again, I think it's a great PS Plus game. And that, yeah. that The joy of PS Plus just continues to roll on for me. But like I said, there's not much to say about it other than that. Yeah, it's a really yeah. solid kind of, I call it an indie game, for lack of a better term. But that term's getting less and less relevant by the days. Yeah. Uh, but it's a really nice small game that, yeah, I think I enjoyed and playing and it's pretty good. Actually, I lie, just quickly, <laughs> as we're here, then we get on to more relevant stuff. But I went back to Dragon Age Inquisition. Mm. Uh, I wasn't on the podcast yeah. last week, but a couple of days before it. And I just think that game is bad. Like, I've come to the conclusion now, it's not a disappointment, it's bad. Two-time um, Game of the Year winner on videogame.com. Well, that's fine. That's, that's fine. Look, again, I'm not, I'm not being negative for the sake of negative, and I know lots of people like that, and that's great. But for me, it's just not a Dragon Age game. It's an MMO. Like, it is an MMO. Like, this whole... I know you get the bit when you, you pass the Inquisition, or you, the Inquisition starts, or, or at least you get past that an open bit, and it does become yeah. more of a Dragon Age game. But it continues to revert back into this, you know, be a postman, be a farm worker kind of thing. Mm. You know, go and do these menial tasks. I just think the story is too convoluted. I think the relationships you develop aren't as interesting as the ones... Yeah. All the best relationships for that games are the conclusions to ones you've made in the two previous games. I don't think there's any, any real strong story threads in there that get me. Um, and it is a really good game, and technically it's very good, and everything they put together to create this huge universe is great. But it just doesn't grab me, and I always find myself, I'm making myself play it. I'm never actually drawn into the experience. I'm never uh, you know, you know, convinced to keep playing. Oh, I've got to put more time in because I want to see what happens here. It is. It's Dragon Age. Yeah. I like Dragon Age. Therefore, I'm going to keep going forward and just hoping that I get somewhere that I enjoy. And I'm, I'm so many hours into it now, and that <laughs> never happens. It never happens. I think the combat is poor. I think... Uh, you know the, the the difficulty spikes that happen when you're least expecting it just mind-bogglingly frustrating because you know I understand it's got to be leveled but when you've just done you know a, a mission less than on the map sort of not in scale sort of two centimeters away from there and it's like a thousand times harder it's like well now I don't know what order you want me to do this shit in and I guess a lot of people like that because they're like well that's good because it makes you realistic and stuff for me it's just frustrating yeah so I went back to that I'm done now though I'm retiring from Dragon Age Inquisition. I don't think I'll play whatever the next Dragon Age game is. That's a shocker, Miller. That's like you retiring from wrestling (laughs) or or being massive. But I I just... Oh, man, terrifying. Um, But, um, (laughs) you know, to me, it's just steered so far away from what I always wanted the Dragon Age franchise to be that, yeah, the next one that ever comes out won't be... I'll wait to see what other people say about it and stuff. But this direction is not for me. That's really disappointing as well. Like, I'm not saying that to sort of rile anybody up. I'm not saying it because it's fun to say shit things about games. It really is one of those occasions where I'm like... How many hours do you put into it? 35. If so, not, a few more. Oh, man. No, like, finding that you're not getting on with a game after 35 hours, that's just heartbreaking. Well, the, the reason I kept going through it is literally because it's Dragon Age. Do you know what I mean? Anything else I would have yeah, given yeah. up a lot longer, but I thought it's got to be something here. You know, I've got to... I love the first game so much, and I'm, I'm fond of the second one, although I think that was a bit out there as well. But yeah, I just I'll never I'll never truly 
understand why they decided to go this direction. But as Tom said, I'm obviously in the minority. A lot of people love it. A lot of people think it was it was the right move I, to make. I, so I mean, I, I agree with you to an extent, though. I, I really, I really like the, I really like Inquisition for its good bits, and I think like I think it's got some like standout sequences, like like when you when you're in the Orlesian court and stuff like that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that is good. And, no, I enjoyed um, that bit. Like, there's certain set pieces that I really like. Um, but it, it is too full of MMO bullshit to pad it out. There's it's too, no pa- question it's too padded and it doesn't yeah. need to be padded. Like, I just don't understand why they felt the need to do that. I don't know whether yeah. that's kind of... Well, well this mean, is the, the logical next evolution yeah. of this because it's an RPG, but it's not. Like, it's, it's like they're sla- you know, they can, they can slap fucking 200 hours or whatever on the box. And yeah. You know, yeah, it's a two hundred hour game, but one hundred fifty of those hours are looking for fucking rat tails. Or whatever. Oh, fuck so, it, you know, so, right? So yeah, that, that that's. I, mean, I can't believe you. Honestly, that's. Yeah, that's honestly, you, like, but, um, I mean, I, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna sort of defend it a little bit. Not that, not that he needs defending or anything, but. But then I realised I haven't played it since Christmas. Yeah, it I just haven't got back me. to it. And yeah. Origins was you know it was like a drug to me i had ever excited about going home and yeah, playing it. yeah and even two two had its flaws but two had a mm. there's something about two it's fun again i wanted to see where shit was going to go two, but i just two, don't get it here two is like a really a really bad dragon age game but it's there's something about it yeah like, it's, like, a good it's actually a really funny game as well yeah it's got lots of humor it doesn't in take it. itself serious that's um, the other thing i feel this takes itself really seriously yeah, yeah and i don't think it necessarily it's necessarily needed to but i know a lot of people are still playing it a lot of people are still loving it a lot of uh, good scores i'm like i'm i'm about 40 hours in and i've not i've not pumped anybody yet so you know it's, it's obviously <laughs> no, I either, it's yeah. obviously the most serious one yeah like by that point in dragon age 2 you just Everyone, like that is true. So, all right, well, look, I'm running out of battery, so should we put this thing on? Do it, yeah, should yeah. we do it? Uh, we're gonna periscope. We've yeah. been we've been getting slowly fascinated with periscoping. My most successful periscope session to date, unfortunately, the, the archive cocked up, so nobody can watch it ever again. Oh, man. I was actually just lying in bed and I was like, right. I've got. I'm going to get the train spot and script up and read it in the GML voice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's initializing initializing apparently that Begbie story about him playing pool in the GML voice yeah everyone loved it the video stream is uh, is not working are you sad about Zelda Miller or not being delayed Mm. in 2016 I am because I don't really know what I'm going to play at the end of this year at the moment there's no games I've got plenty to be announced and stuff Mm. Um, but I got my summer covered. Covered. I got my summer covered. We got a war four, uh, a three. Sorry, I thought you said I got my son a cupboard. I got I my like, fake son f- a cupboard <laughs> and put him in it. Um, no, because I, I know a lot of people. I don't like remasters. I love that game. I'm more than mm. happy to play again on PS4. But the end of the year was Zelda for me. But again, it comes down to the whole thing that a lot of people didn't like Skyward Sword. I liked it, but that did feel like they they made it to get it out at the end of you know a, a, a specific yeah. time. I think this game needs to be different to a certain extent and given how ambitious it looks it needs to make sure it lives up to it so we have to wait till it depends when in 2016 if they have the balls to release it's kind of March time that's fine mm. if it's going to be December November 2016 then that on a new console yeah well that's well they've done it before mm. so they could arguably do it again especially with the announcement that came out last week so or two weeks ago it's disappointing but it all depends about when it gets you know its new release date yeah um, but no I'm still excited about it I'd much rather play a Zelda game that felt like you know, not Ocarina of Time in the sense of the way it plays, but kind of that much gravitas and play a game that you go, man, why they released this? It's not done. Mm. So, <laughs> it's weird because, I mean, no, I'm going to say this and I'm getting wrong. Did Nintendo delay many games? They delay Zelda games quite often. It's just Zelda, isn't but it? That's the I, game that I mean, most. some of them haven't been, but I 
like what's it, what's it? Um, the first GameCube one, the Twilight Game- Princess, was ridiculous. Sec- no, no, the Wii one, sorry, which was meant to be the second GameCube one, was massively delayed, wasn't it? But that was Twilight Princess, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah. I said first. It was oh, sorry, okay, sorry, yeah, yeah. It was that was the ridiculous, and it became mm. a crossover game and stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's a little disappointing, but you know, I, I, I'm happy to wait. Uh, but it doesn't mean what the hell do I play on my Wii U? Mario Kart, mm. I guess. Mm. Keep playing Mario Kart. Game Star keeps Fox. on giving. Yeah, but this is the thing. Let's say Star Fox comes at the end of the year. November Star Fox comes out. Right. That means there's no way Zelda's coming out to the year after because they don't need to. They'd be like, we give, just gave you a big first party game, so they're not going to release that. And then Nintendo don't do that. Yeah. Four months later, you're not going to get uh, a Zelda, and that will suck. If we're talking December, so I think you're right. Nintendo run their company like people run a YouTube channel. Not like we out, run a YouTube channel. We're not putting out two <laughs> things at once. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's because YouTube fucks it. Um, but yeah, I, um, I think I, but then it will come out a new console, and that sucks. So then you've got another flipping Nintendo console that doesn't have Zelda on it, and that to some people may not mean anything. But to me, that's one of the reasons I invest my money into a Nintendo console, for better or for worse, because I know I'll get a Zelda experience. Yeah, and so that's something you know. We have Mario Kart, we've had Mario, uh, we'll have Star Fox. It'll we be need on Zelda. both, won't it? If it's uh, on the next one, I think I hate as worst it'll be on. I think they piss off too many people not to have it on the Wii U. Like, it'll be like uh, either is only Wii U and the other yeah, things. But it won't happen, feel or... as special. It'd be no. like, why aren't you spending time working on another new Zelda yeah. game for that? Launch with a flipping new Zelda game for once. Every mm-hmm. Nintendo console, I've said this before, every Nintendo console should launch with new Mario, new Zelda. Fuck it, everyone go nuts. Yeah. Everyone go nuts. That's two launch games. You can't compete yeah. with that. I, I've, I found on Twitter that one of the best ways to troll... Uh, the, so, uh, it's done. It's not working. Is it not, it's not working. not working. It's not working. Periscope is down. The Periscope We can try later. Is Periscope down. itself is down. It must be, right? Yeah. For some reason, it's just, try again, it's like, just cocking up. And it. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, it discovered that the best way to... Um, troll Zelda fans is also the best way to troll uh, Souls and Blood, Bloodborne fans or when they start going on about their, their game just be like it's not fucking Skyrim is it calm down <laughs> 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 I've gotten so many death threats off PJ for that um, something special about Zelda P- though PJ is a guy special. we know who uh, who's violent um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. So, so you're sort of are you you're, are you preparing yourself for a summer of uh, God of War three, a uh, summer drought then, or what no, about God Batman of War III? Miller? Yeah, Batman and God of War three get me through the summer easy. Oh, right, right. June got June Batman, which I'll I'll have to have done in a day, like I yeah. did with Arkham City, <laughs> and then straight into God of War three. Well, I tell you what, you, you know, you, I, I totally agree with you about Dragon Age um, Origins, like that feeling of like when you're away from it, you're you're just thinking can't about wait. Getting back oh yeah, to it. and it's a great game. That was that game for me at that time as well. Same with I had the same thing with Mass Effect. Mm. Um, but you know what, Pillars of Eternity. I'm not going to go into it again. Um, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to dedicate another like half hour of content. To, um, but Pillars of Eternity is that game for me right now. Yeah. Like when I'm away from I get from that it, from what I've read and stuff, yeah. When I'm away from it. Just when I, I think you'd like it, Miller. I think genuinely, I think <laughs> yeah, you'd enjoy it. Yeah, I do like Obsidian and I like that kind of game. Yeah. I, may, I may toy around with it and see where I get to, yeah, see yeah. how I feel. Yeah. WrestleMania is done now, so... <laughs> new, new focus like I, just I, mean, full circle I certainly then. think full you'll circle. be much less of a penis about it than Burns has been so uh, <laughs> hey man uh, a lot of people agreed with me yeah. <laughs> oh, and dear. we're talking of Burns you were, you were to talk about Bloodborne again because you've actually played it now well I had played it before in fact I played it before all you fucks in fact what's, what's the point then but I think now well now that no. everyone's got it and not just the games press and the wanks that imported it and fucking had a countdown <laughs> clock for fucking again that's PJ uh, who obviously we love 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's been a lot of there's been a little bit of a backlash. I think uh, there's been a, some think pieces. There's always a think piece after a Souls game. It's like, yeah, let's uh, let's just think about the critical reception of the game, yeah. which is fine. I actually think that the game, the Souls games, Y X makes me feel Y about Z. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but those uh, Souls games always have a lot of discourse. Well, in fact, discourse is maybe too fine a word for thousands of words of people going, no, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. Yeah. And uh, I think, Miller, we've chatted about this before, is that sometimes it feels with the Souls games that because of their uh, difficulty, because of the sheer um, the size and scope of their mechanics and the uh, complexity of it, it can feel like you can't ever criticise the game without being told, well, you're wrong because you haven't played X. You don't know about Y. You don't know how these things... <laughs> how went. dare you not follow this yeah. obscene amount of rules you didn't know about yeah. to begin with. And, and there's, there's been a bit of that. A guy from IGN wrote something uh, about how you know, he, didn't, he didn't get on with it, which was fine. Although some of the criticisms, criticisms seem more about him just not knowing how maps work. Or <laughs> at one point, he said, the game, I don't like that the game doesn't have a map. He's like, well, how do you get around in your daily life? And then he writes, yeah, but before maps, I was always getting lost. Before maps on iPhone, I was always getting lost. Like, well, I think that's the problem with you and not yeah, the game. Like, weird. do you know what I mean? Like, why should a game cater because you're an idiot? Do you know what I mean? Like, Is it the same guy who complained that Bloodborne doesn't respect his time? Yeah, the president of the United States of America. Yeah. Um, it also doesn't... I res- think it, the Bloodborne doesn't respect the fact that I'm a, clearly a moron. <laughs> well, as I tweeted, on, on the way to work today, I had to kill two games in the street because I didn't respect my time. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I can't be seen to be disrespected like that I in front of other games the problem with with that kind of we, we were saying this earlier is I, I, no one hates Bloodborne more than me like I don't like it at all <laughs> I, think, I think it's utter garbage but uh, you know the point of the matter is is that the, the, the design uh, choices in that game aren't objective you know they're subjective they're not bad it's not bad game design choices because if they like we said if they were bad everybody would hate them you, you'd be able to yeah. you, may, you may tolerate them but and I don't think people tolerate them. I do actually think people like them. So you can't say, you know, this game has wasted my time. It just wasn't a game for you. Like there's a, mm. there's a bit, and I think even with Bloodborne, a game I don't like, I understand why people like it. It's addictive and it is a challenge. It is, you know, can you beat me kind of a thing. And people like that stuff. I think the, the main issue is that the, there are mechanic, the mechanics in the game, and this is the, this is the argument that, that prevents it from a lot of criticism, but it does bear repeating that everything in it has been built to feed into another interlocking mechanism, essentially. And just because there's not a checkpoint before a boss doesn't mean there's anything fundamentally wrong with the game because that's the game. You may as well just get mad about the offside rule. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's Mm. part of the game. Like, accept Mm. it or don't play it. You know, uh, we'll still obviously get upset about the away goals. It's obviously, um, it's designed as well, like, for for an audience that, that has been built up since Demon's Souls. Um, that's the thing the audience is there yeah, it's designed those people are looking for that kind of experience and you can have bad things that are designed to cater for that and you can have good things that are designed to cater for that like um, like, there was a lot of talk when Bloodborne came out about some people kept saying it would be nice to get opinions from people who aren't into the Souls games and I'm like I'm not I'm not sure that because I started thinking well it would be a bit like if we got somebody who hates driving games to, to review like Drive Club or something yeah. 
you know, obviously, you know, Dave is our driving game mm. guy. We gave that, we gave the driving games to him to review because mm. he, because he's close to it, he knows what works. Yeah, he's and what got doesn't. Like a historical context with it yeah, as exactly. well. I mean, I don't think I don't think there's any value in. I mean, with the greatest respect, Miller, I don't think there's any value in getting <laughs> Simon Miller to do our main review of Bloodborne. No, there is some value in it because it won everybody <laughs> up. But no, I completely agree. It's not yeah. a fair representation yeah, of exactly. what they want. But I mean, I think I would like a Souls S game that is a bit more accessible. I know people go with it, then it's not a Souls-esque game, but I still think there's something there that I could enjoy yeah. if it wasn't Although, the nightmare that it is. But then again, then people would say, it's not the same game. But so, Lords of the Fallen was sort of, sort yeah, of that striving ass, for that. It was yeah. trying to be that, wasn't it? I, I that was total shit. With Bloodborne, I don't think there's, when you talk about mm. the, the problems that the, the people have had with it. Now, the game actually, for me, does have quite a lot of problems. It's not anywhere near as good as... Uh, Dark Souls, I don't think, in the in the way you discover areas, in the the differences between yeah. the areas, which I always thought was the, the beauty of Dark Souls. Yeah. Which yeah. was when you came back from Blight Town into the Undead Burg and then you went up to Anna Londo <laughs> and everything looked that. like looked looked different, you know. And yeah. I know it sounds like quite a simple thing to say, but Bloodborne is almost like permanent. Now I know that we're, we're not gonna spoil anything, but you know, there are elements of the game that I think are just intrinsic to its design and to criticize them is you know, there's nothing wrong with them essentially they're not executed badly it's just maybe you're maybe you don't get on with it which is fine but yeah. then other people get so mad and they're like well no you're but, wrong and you're wrong and my dad's harder than your dad but this, is, like, this is what's happened like uh, this, this is like a tease it's not a tease just that happened to be the way the week went we did a video for mm. the video, video gamer community club which was a call, all about me just ranting about why I hate Bloodborne mm -hmm. and the Dark Souls games. And one of the big things I don't like about it is this attitude of Bloodborne fans or Dark Souls fans that come at you for not liking it. Yeah. But as in always these situations, the response to that is that people that don't like it are fighting back in the same way. So everybody's just gone nuts. Oh, yeah. And that's the issue we have, is that for whatever reason, this game does not create, well, maybe most games don't, but this game especially does not create this... I get it, but it's not for me. It's always, you're right, you're wrong. And this one takes it to a whole new level. Like, uh, this one is absolutely like, insane. Like I say, man, if, if, if you ever feel like trolling one of those people, <laughs> if someone comes at you, just be like, look, calm yourself. It's not fucking Skyrim. Because <laughs> 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 I've noticed, like... Skyrim in particular it seems to be like particularly hated by by people who are into the Souls games really be because they're be I think because they, they are sort of they are a bit yin and yang you know because Skyrim yeah one's really good and the other isn't shut up <laughs> shut your here we face. go shut your right now. <laughs> shut your face um, no but like like it's it's a lot blander. Like the, the world's a lot blander. It's a lot more traditional, sort of European folklore. Mm. Um, uh, it's a lot slower. The combat is terrible. Like the combat is shy. I'm a massive Elder Scrolls fan, and the, it, like the combat's always been pissed. It's, yeah. But it's, but you play it for completely different things. You play it because you want to be absorbed into into a, a realistic feeling world mm. where you know yeah the one with the giant crabs right. <laughs> no, Love that but one. you know, minute, <laughs> but what I mean is, like minute to minute, you're not necessarily constantly in danger. Minute to minute, you're actually maybe walking around the shops in town, or sitting in your yeah, house yeah, yeah. reading a book. Like it's it, it's got a bit more of a, a a focus on simulating life. Yes, in that fantasy yeah, world. Yeah, I agree. Whereas the focus for something like Bloodborne is totally different. So well, Bloodborne to me is a I don't know why. I think of this developer. It's a Capcom game from 20 years ago. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Bloodborne yeah. feels like an amazing Castlevania game. There you go. It's designed. Yeah, can I, It's designed to, you know, it's challenge. It's that classic video game thing of 
you're playing this to beat it. You're not playing it for the experience. You are playing it for the experience, but ideally it's so you can put your hand up and yeah. say, hey, I beat Bloodborne. Yeah. And I think that is something that in a way maybe games did go away from and it became set piece and experience heavy. So it's good that it's there. It's a similar thing from the 90s actually. If you were to annoy Mega Man fans in the 90s, you'd be like, calm yourself. It's not fucking Sonic 2. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I think we will leave the Periscope now for because we, of other contractual obligations. Tom, say something. You've not said anything. Well, say- it's all Bloodborne, isn't it? Oh, uh, really? right. Yeah. Brilliant. Bye. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't... I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, these games aren't going anywhere, are they? I presume Bloodborne's done relatively well. Do we know? Do you have any idea? I don't, idea? Know. I don't know. Big numbers, but... Don't they keep those to their chest a little bit? Because well, does anyone it, really it know charted, how well Dark Souls charted in the UK yeah. for just, well, quite a lot beneath the second week sales of Hardline. Yeah. Hardline is a multi-platform game, but But also, still. they're niche games. Mm. They are. They have a very strong and passionate audience, which is great, but they are niche games. They don't like, you know... When you, when you did that article, them. Steve, um, about is this is Bloodborne going to be Souls taken mainstream? Yeah. Um, a lot of people argued with you. Well, well... <laughs> of course they did. Basically, <laughs> basically said... Uh, but Souls is already mainstream. No, it's not, though, is it? That's not, just no. a perception. I mean, that, that that's like the echo chamber perception of people who, who are into games and know about It's them, definitely... But... I, I don't think so. I'm happy to hear yeah. the debate against it as well, but I don't, I think there's a lot of people out there that probably don't even know... They know, they know of the games, but they don't understand the kind of depth mm. that well, they In that the they article, have. I talked about not just the sales, because it sells well. I mean, there's no denying that for... Oh, yeah, no, I'm not saying it doesn't say well, but For, no doubt, against its budgets and yes, against yeah. uh, expectations, yes, but... Basically, basically, like, mainstream is your ma's heard of it, isn't it? That's, that's it. But what I was... You know, part of it was in... Do you remember in Dark Souls and Dark Souls 2, there was a lot of stuff about, oh, prepare to die, the prepare to die editions, yeah. and a lot of it was, you know... Prepare Well, to well Namco, is, wasn't it, like... <laughs> Say Fuck what you will, but, oh, <laughs> but you know that kind of, that worked because it, it was introducing. Well, there's, been, there's a lot of uh, like handholding and tutorializing in games, and you know they, in fairness, in that to get a marketing edge, that's what they used. However, mm. this one is far more accessible. And when I meant mainstream, is it? I didn't mean it's going to. I actually said it's not going to sell 10 million copies, but as the biggest exclusive game perhaps this generation, certainly on PS4, as the highest quality exclusive of this generation, no doubt, in my mind. And with about $4 billion <laughs> behind it from Sony yeah. you know, and everything like that, then there are going to be people who go, okay, I've got PS4, I want to play this, yeah, I will I pick so, it yeah. up? So by mainstream, I don't, you know, I mean people who aren't just Souls fanatics who know what Kingsfield is. I mean people who go into Tesco and go, okay, this is a big new game. <laughs> I feel sorry for those people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking no clue. But they're saying that some people will love it and that'd be awesome. Some people really dig that shit and I think that's a nice way to, you know, if you're right, I agree with you actually. So yeah, but um, someone, yeah, and there were people saying, well, you know, it, it is already mainstream, but I, don't, I think it deliberately pigeonholed itself yeah. with the Souls games, and it it's, worked, but now it can't it's work certainly like that not anymore. mainstream. It is, I mean, it is a popular and well-known and respected brand mm. within the industry. That's not the same as mainstream. It, yeah, if no, it's, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah, mainstream is you get one of these every fucking year. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And there wasn't that much <laughs> difference between kind of Demon Souls and, and Dark Souls. I actually don't think there was I think a year, maybe. Mm. But then a couple of years and a couple of years. So... Well, the fact they changed the name, doesn't it? I mean, that's almost like a... Could have called it Dark Souls 3 and probably got, got away with it. Yeah, but I think one of the main issues and uh, with people who are saying or thinking they won't like it is it is a Souls game, mm. but it's also incredibly 
different. The the combat, if you just stick Demon Souls, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, you roll and it takes half of your stamina to begin with. Whereas in this, and every like you were saying earlier, Miller, every enemy feels like a sub boss. Whereas yep. in this, you can just jump in, you know, hack a few guys, jump out. It feels like Resi Four. It's so much like Resident Evil Four. It feels like an old Resi Four's pro mode set only in an expanded version of the opening of Resident Evil Four with uh, Demon, uh, Dark Souls and Demon Souls mechanics, which is fucking brilliant. If you pitch that, it'd be like, yeah, yeah, do that. <laughs> and he did. But I think that a lot of, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of noise and not, you know, and speaking of fucking signal, like IGN, those guys, it's great to have like a chat about it, but don't think that the, the problems that you have with it are necessarily the problems of the game. Mm. And that's one of the most difficult things when you review a game that maybe you won't, you don't actually like it, but you've still got to be like, Okay, but I get it. Yeah. You know? And some of his criticisms, to be fair to the IGN man, were, I think, good. I think, you know, some of it needed to be said. There's a lot of echo chamber, as we were saying, about, you know, Bloodborne and people getting their, their souls guys on it to review it. But you would. You don't, you know. So, Bloodborne, buy it now. Mm. I agree with IGN, man. Yeah? Yeah. You agree I'm, I'm, I'm with the it. President of the United States of America? It. I think it's one of those games that, if someone said to me, should I try it? I'd say yes. Where if someone said to me, should I try Assassin's Creed? I probably don't really care. But do you know what I mean? Because mm. I think that Bloodborne is so, it divides people so much and it's such an interesting, I go with them, it's, not, it's more than an experiment, you know what I mean, when it comes to games. I think it's something that if you like games, you should probably dip your toe in to it, see if it works for oh, you. Oh, that's another one, by the way. Just, just if you know, if you say that. Oh, because I'm Souls fans. Look, it's not Assassin's Creed, mate. Calm down. Fuck Assassin's Creed. But, <laughs> yeah, I think the way, like, like I said, the way it's designed. And I, I remember being at Imagine, our old publisher, when we were t- when Demon Souls came in, and the only one guy, yeah, one it. guy going, "This is a 10. Everyone's like, "Fuck off, mate! Who made it? Armored Core guys? Yeah, exactly, the Armored yeah. Core? Fuck yeah, off!" Yeah. Like lo- laughing, the man, like, the man Ashley Day, he deserves a shout out because he called that. I mean, he, he's, he's so humble about it. He says he didn't, but he did. He called it way before anybody called else. it. Fought for it. Fought for the score. Yeah. He, uh, Ashley Day knew he that knew the he thought deal. it deserved, yeah. and it it did. But I think you know a lot of people coming in may have that perception, even on Bloodborne, which is so much more user friendly. Mm. But it's one of those that when I when I borrowed his copy, I was like, all right, well, fuck, it, I'll give it a go. Yeah. You've given it a ten. And after about an hour, I'm like, fuck me, this is brilliant. This is, oh, fuck off, actually, Dave. There you go, right. Fair play. Fair play, right. Bloodborne chat's over, Jim. What's up next? Right, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, like what have you been playing? Um, Bloodborne. <laughs> He's lying. Obvious lies. He's lying. I Bloodborne. Obvious lies. Hashtag um, obvious lies. Uh, Axiom Verge. Oh, yeah. That's quite, Metroidvania. That's which, which well, you were saying, right? Like you were saying earlier it's a about... a terrible name for a game. It is a, isn't, well, it is an It's odd, a 90s name. name, isn't it? Um, like you were saying, games yeah, that cold. you think about when you're not playing them. Mm. I've been dreaming about it, <laughs> actually dreaming about it. I dreamt last <laughs> night, I guess second night in a row of dreams about this game, that I lost my uh, raincoat. Yeah. And uh, I lost it inside. I actually lost it on a bus, Yeah, which wasn't part of the game world, but I found it inside one of the rooms inside Axiom Verge. Right. Don't know why. That's that's illness. You, yeah. You've got you're too addicted it, now. What is it? I think, I think that's a it much is more essentially sinister. it's essentially Metroid. <laughs> it is a, just a Metroid game. I've never on. played a Metroid game. It's on PlayStation Four, okay. coming to Vita soon, and I think PC as well eventually. Um, but at the moment, it's just on PS4 out today. If you were listening on Wednesday, mm. um, and it's I mean I've never played a Met- Metroid game really, like the, the old sixteen eight bit ones. Yeah, but. From what I've seen, it looks very similar. 
Um, but it is that kind of game where you explore, open up new areas that you couldn't get to before by getting new abilities, going back, the doors and things you couldn't get through that then you can because you've got a new ability. Yeah. Um, and it's massive. Like, um, my game clock says about 27 hours. Right. <clears throat> and I, I imagine some of that is because I'm rubbish. Yeah. And I got lost quite a lot. And because I was playing it pre-release, there was no one really to talk to. Yeah. I was talking to somebody via PSN messaging, sending him someone else that was reviewing it, and we were sending each other screenshots of where things might, where things were, because he got stuck, I got stuck, we helped each other out a bit. And that, it's like a love story. It'd be a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> like Bloodborne, like Bloodborne, people play it, and they play often with guides. Like That is just a thing that you seem mm. to accept about mm. that game. I think this would be better if you were playing on other people as well. You can then talk about it and say, oh, did you not see that bit there? Or oh, you just need to go back to the top of Eden, northeast yeah. bit, and get through that door with the little robot that can shoot but off. And there's, stuff. Been, there's been a lot of that recently. It was, it was <coughs> the same with, with when Brett was doing Bloodborne and when, when I was doing Pillars. Like, mm. you, 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 because there's no help. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first game I've ever messaged anybody about while reviewing yeah. with like pictures and... Like, I'm here, what the hell do I do? There's this, yeah, yeah. There's, surely I can get up to this bit, but I can't seem to do it. And then you kind of, it's the, it's, it's a part of it is, I think, like discovering it, but then you don't feel bad if someone else helps you out a little bit because yeah. it just, you're probably going to help them as well. Potentially. It's an so, RPG then. Well, right? no, it's, well, mm, I wouldn't say it. it's, it's, it's like Metroid. Yeah, it's, it's like Super it Metroid, is, essentially. It is just, it's a side scrolling shooter platformer, but with exploration. Metroidvania. Massive world. Yeah. That's weird to me. It's massive. Well, it's massive in that, I mean, it doesn't look big on the on the um, the map screen, but then it must be because I've been playing it for, forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's just lots of bits where, I mean, there's a lot of backtracking. There always is in these kind of games because you have to go back to areas you, you, you knew you'd eventually get into, but you couldn't do initially because you didn't have like the, 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 uh, the weapon or the, the ability mm. or the extra ability that you needed. Um, but you know that eventually you're going to get that because there's a bit that you think, if only I could just warp through this or if only I could just get that little bit higher or why can't I launch my drone up there because there's a bit there I could definitely get to but it just won't go high enough. And you think, oh, you'll get that eventually. Yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, there's a lot. I spent a long time on bits, quite embarrassingly, where I was trying to get up into an area and I just had to go basically around the back, essentially. <laughs> because like Turtles, man. It's like, yeah. if you can't do it, either you need an ability that you haven't got yet, or there's another way to get into that bit that you, game. that you can get into. Um, and it's, I mean, that for me was the bit I enjoyed the most about it, the exploration and like finding the new areas and figuring out how to get into those areas and the moment where you think, oh, there was a bit where I couldn't, I couldn't figure out what to do and I suddenly use a... Uh, an item on some like yeah. pink acid water and uh, it froze it into a block and I could jump up and that fucked it it was like I'd spent a long time trying to figure out what to do and then suddenly it's like oh why not I just try this and it worked and um, that is for me the best bit but there's also like, the combat side of it mm. and it that that is very good as well I mean I found some of the bosses a bit too hard to be honest um a particular boss that I had to get Brett to do. Um, <laughs> which is why the review the, the review at the moment on the website doesn't have a score because I couldn't beat this wasp. <laughs> I saw the wasp. Mm. It was massive. It was, it I was mean, that isn't, that isn't even a big enemy boss for the game, but it was the hardest one that I've 
come across. Interesting that no one's really called out the Action Verge reviews, though. Because like, Action Verge is a fairly hardcore game which yeah. recalls older things. So why, I think the why reason, is that not getting it? Because cool not to. And I think also it doesn't... like the, the big issue I have with games like... I know you kind of explained this a bit earlier in the office, but with games like Bloodborne and the Souls games, I'd, I'd feel like if I spent an hour in an evening playing it and I didn't get anywhere... I'd feel like, what's the point? Whereas in this, there's always, you're always moving around, you're always, and you can save. Like the big, like, I hate games that don't let you save fairly regularly because I feel like I'm losing. Like, what's, if I haven't got enough time, I can never do enough. Yeah. But this, there's a lot of save points. And, it, and you, when you die, you don't say, say you went and found an, en, uh, an item and you've got like a new gun, but then you die before you get to a save point. Mm-hmm. You get respawned at the last save point, but you keep what you found yeah so it's not like um you don't feel like you've lost that thing because you store these things already you just lose like the progress you made to get to wherever you were trying to go Mm -hmm. um so you don't feel like you're losing out on that time you spent doing it so you feel always feel like you've you've got something out of it yeah yeah. but don't i find that i find that really interesting in that if you with like Bloodborne or Souls or, or you know other games, other way you die and then you start again, is that you shouldn't need the game to say, "Well done, you've learned something, you've got something." Part of the appeal of the deaths in Bloodborne is that you should be learning, and the problem is with you, not it, if you're not doing that. Interesting, interesting. Is what I'm saying. I get what it. I, I think if you lose half an hour, what happened? Did you do something wrong? Did you yeah. overstep the mark? Was the game unfair? Probably not. Or did you think, I'll just go another five steps and you got crushed? You know not to do that next time. It's like learning by doing. It's like how I, children learn. I totally agree. Like, don't get me wrong. But at the same time, if, if someone said, Simon, you're now in charge of games, what's the first thing you want to decree? It would be like that every game, you can push a button and it saves whenever you want. Nah, mate. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, that would Absolutely be my first thing. Because I cannot stand. I'm not playing you, you games. You would to... be against that because you're a Resident Evil fan. You've been conditioned against like good design. <laughs> oh, Says the man playing a fucking I mean, game from 1842. <laughs> fucking Jules Verne, mate. I want all my games to have game from 1842 save. where you can save anywhere, mate. <laughs> I'll save you, son. <laughs> but, um, but I think that's, that's where the division comes from. That's what I want. You understand why that's a problem. The division? That's, the division, yeah. You want the division? <laughs> the, divi- the division. Let me tell you right now. We're already seeing it. Oh, this is what the division's going to be. This is what the division's going to be. Fuck off, is it? Assassin's Creed it. They've Assassin's yeah. Creed it. Ubisoft have done it again. People seem to... Fit, when I speak to people, they Rainbow go... Six! They've done it again! Honestly. Don't trust I'm, Ubisoft. DTU. I'm, I'm so upset. I, when I saw Rainbow Six Siege at E3, it had to go a long way to make me think it was good because for some reason after getting up at like fucking eight to do, do nine hours of meetings and conferences they're like oh yeah we're gonna hold this at 12 p.m the ne- like <laughs> at, in downtown at the standard so i'm in there like oh for fuck's sake, i just want to sleep tomorrow is the worst day i was like shit rainbow six sieges you know no nope. small teams no nope. uh it's very you know very easily grasped no no real like perk or xp system nothing over the top Yesterday, I'm like, oh, I can't, you know, that plane footage leaked. I'm so looking forward to this. Yeah, it's got gold guns. And your operators have backstory. No one fucking cares. Like, have you played Counter-Strike? No one goes, man, these guys need What's a that story. That's <laughs> Resident Evil here? Operation Raccoon City level <laughs> shit, right? No one cares. I tell you, do not, every time we something out a game, give it 18 months, then you find out what it really is. But with The Division, people are like, 
Well, Steve, you don't, you don't actually have to, I've seen someone play that game at the same event. It's like, I've seen it's like not half an hour of it. It's just Assassin's Creed meets of a little bit is. of Freedom Fires. Like, this is what you do now. This is the Ubisoft model. You pick your genre or, or your preferred setting and they put it in their production line and it outcomes. Yeah. You like jungles, you play Far Cry. Yeah. You like olden times, you play Assassin's Creed. You like shooty, shooty, bang, bang, you play Rainbow Six. And it's all going to be the same. You like driving, you play the crew. It's just that it still it still has this temp this the Ubisoft template around it, yeah. and every year it happens, and not enough people are moaning about it, apart from old Miller, and no one gives a shit. <laughs> if they fucked Rainbow Six, um, I'll go around there and batter them. Ubisoft, Ubisoft, Ubisoft fucked it when when the crew had radio towers. Exactly, but like, I'm out. I'm fu- I am out. It's an open world driving game. It doesn't need this radio. But this tower is why bullshit. Beyond Good and Evil Two has been you know indefinitely delayed. They're like, oh, we can't <clears> fucking <throat> work this into that they model. Can't, they can't work, like, fuck it. They can't work out a way to, to, to justify having you climbing a load of fucking towers but do you know what you do in the division in the division which is which is similar is that some of the areas that you go to you know the disease that's been spread and everything mm. yeah uh, via cash and whatever that's like <laughs> mutated or something and taken over certain parts of the map so you can't go into those points until you've like, and there are guys with um <clears throat> gas masks and flamethrowers who are trying to get rid of the play but then they're hostile to you because gameplay reasons and we watch this and it, you open up the map and it's like okay let's go here and it's got so much HUD or it had so much it's just so so much like did you see the someone tweeted saying oh I, I made Bloodborne more next gen and there was a picture of like Bloodborne's got very little HUD yeah. this one had like three uh, three markers <laughs> your mission objective when you could save where to put everything every weapon you had on the level was like <laughs> that's a Ubisoft game yeah. and I just I was thinking like the division could be brilliant it could be Freedom Fighters 2 but it won't be it won't be There's it'll no be way. Assassin's Creed in it'll be Ubisoft open world game New York yeah, exactly that's what it is it's the, guess, it's, it, uh, Ubisoft genuinely you know taking a jokes away I'm sure lots of people disagree it's a production line studio. Do you know yeah, what I mean? There, it, it's too it, big not to be. Exactly, but, but, they're not a heritage brand, are they? No, 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 but not, not, all, pub, not all publishers that size do it. Mm. Like, you know, they could put some diver... EA don't do it. EA's games have a certain unique quality to them, whereas the only unique quality I ever get from an Ubisoft game is the setting. That's, mm. you, know, you know, that's... Having like, said that, though, EA did, like, very, very... <laughs> well, very, very obviously take a cops and robbers, robbers game and turn it into a battle. Yeah, really I'm not saying game. that they they don't do it. Yeah. I'm just saying that well, they, Ubisoft you could, seems a lot more. Pronounced. Yeah, you oh, can yeah, go yeah, through yeah, EA yeah, franchise and go that feels unique to itself. That feels unique to itself. Whereas Assassin's Creed <laughs> game feel like the you know Yves Guillemot went right. Valiant Hearts similar. But Valiant Hearts is one of their artsy projects, isn't it? And I think that's that how they try count? and... Does Ubisoft No, because I'm talking about their big AAA superhouse mm. games. And I think that's one of the reasons they do... Like Rayman, that's why they make it all sort of artsy and unique and stuff, because that's, that's how they justify it. But we're yeah. doing this stuff, so don't worry about what we're doing here, because we're doing this stuff. But they don't come out as aggressively or as frequently as these production line yeah. S games. That's Tom. my thing. When I you speak about Sony Pictures, you don't speak about Sony Pictures classics. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> come on. <laughs> I did wonder... Um, with uh, you know, with Assassin's Creed Unity, when they, when they had those those glitch bits, where when you end up in World War Two or whatever, and, and you know, the trailers and everyone's does like, that happen in how, Unity? Yeah, you, you end up with like Trust basically you the, to handle that with the respect and care that it needs. The uh, <laughs> like the animus glitches and stuff, and then you end up you're in you're, you've leaked into another memory. And you you're cl- basically you're climbing the Eiffel Tower in World War Two. 
shooting down spitfires and shit with with like just when guns. I thought I couldn't hate anymore and you're just like <laughs> there is you're just like Ubisoft the moment. like you, you, can you imagine you can imagine like they want to do a, uh, they want to do a game based on the French Revolution <clears throat> mm-hmm. which is which is a really obvious setting and one they've obviously wanted to do for a very long time but they're like but but that was before that was before they built the Eiffel Tower we can't we can't have we can't have a game in Paris. <laughs> exactly. where we don't climb yeah. the Eiffel Tower. So true, so true. So they come up. So they come up with this sort of bullshit. Oh, the game's crashing, so we're gonna have to put you into another server. What? Yeah. <laughs> and that server is running World War Two. What? I I despise uh, the the over the over narrative, the meta narrative of of Assassin's Creed. I think it's total bollocks. I love it though because I love bollocks. It so, speaks you know. to me. Like, I remember the very first Assassin's Creed. And I was like, okay, get it. Like you know, it's past Hitman as it was built, and then uh, oh, a couple of the adverts in, had yeah. that. You know, at the end of one of the like uh, trailers, it had that. You know, glitching as you say. And I just thought that to me speaks of a fundamental like failure in your confidence. Yeah, in, I've in this project. Times, yeah. It's like you don't. Oh, trust- people won't buy anything set yeah. in the past. Well, they will because it looks amazing, mm. and you know. But it's like, oh, we'll make sure there's. And Desmond, someone literally went, put technology in yeah. it. That's what somebody make said. it like the Matrix. Yeah. Like, okay, but what about the ramifications of fucking your own uh, grandparents or whatever? Don't worry about these horrible ethical questions that will uh, come from this. Also, like, I'm convinced as well. We're on the cusp of the World War Two kind of genre flying. It's back on the way back. Face. And as soon as that happens, that's when Ubisoft will relaunch Brothers in Arms. I guarantee it'd be a World War Two game, but they'll just take it'd be, it'd be Assassin's Creed World War Two. I could go That's for another World War Two game. Oh, climb the Eiffel Tower and that. Yeah, I'm up for the World Again. War Two uh, uh, comeback, the revolution, but the Ubisoft Brothers in Arms game, which will, I still believe it will come out eventually. Not what they showed; it'd be not massively the different. No, 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 not like that. Uh, but it will just be a very serious take on it. But it will be climb towers, blah 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 blah, third person, all that nonsense, and it'll be sad. that will be crap, won't it? Mm-hmm. It will be. Uh, uh, and I'm thinking hidden and dangerous. Don't worry. That's where Medal of Honor will come. Back. That's when World at War Two will come back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I'm, I wouldn't mind a, a new gen World War Two game. Although, having said that, they'd be so crass about it, wouldn't they? You can imagine it. Your rank up systems, dun, 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 the problem, dun, yeah. assaulting the wolf's lair. Well, dun, 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 that's dun. like the original medal of the original I'd like new medal. Um, I'd like to see more World War One games as well. To be honest, do you remember to end all wars? No, it was a game that was coming out years ago on the Xbox 360. Yeah, and one of the reasons it got canned, I mean, aside from budget cuts, and it was being done by a small studio, was just that it was they, they were so. Uh, desperate to recreate World War One mm. realistically, it was incredibly boring because yeah. re- reloading your gun took about eight minutes. <laughs> and so they're like, you know, well, this doesn't work, and they tried, like, tweaked it, it and didn't work. There's yeah. a Keith Sutherland movie called To End All Wars. I think Robbie Coltrane, Robbie Coltrane, Robert Carlyle. If Robbie, Robbie Coltrane was in the movie, Carlyle's in it as well. Is yeah, it? it ends quite. Uh, well, Carlyle's in it. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fairly sure at least one of those things I just is said. He, is true. he Phil Begbie in it or no? I think he plays uh, uh, British Army officer in uh, is a Japanese prisoner of war. It's actually <laughs> incre- incredibly harrowing. Don't because yeah, I mean Carlyle's at his best when he's just playing Begbie again. 
Well, yeah. Which he frequently done. In 28 well. weeks later, when he plays Begbie after a fucking two-day booze bender. Yeah. He just goes and tears <laughs> up London. <laughs> and that's the only way that film works in any, in any way. Yeah. But, right, hold on, though. Speaking of people tearing things up, yeah. Kojima, where is he? What is he? <laughs> Do you know what really annoys about Kojima? That he hasn't told us where he is? Yeah. Because Why hasn't like, he told me where he is? Why hasn't he called me? I'm a journalist. Does he, why not, he... <laughs> does he not know who the fuck I am? And he's I deserve to know where time. he is. Yeah, he's, he's disrespecting my life. How dare you not tell me where you are? Just just for those in the cheap sheets, this is satire. Oh yeah, man. Just let you know. Like I hope I don't I don't care where he is. I just hope that he's healthy. That's all that matters. I hope that he's okay and I I don't I'm not presuming that he's dead, but you never know. And I'm also hope that he's off the fucking carousel now of nonsense. I presume that they're going to uh, dissolve their uh, partnership. And I also and you know I hope that he just gets on with a phantom pain. I think that he will do. Well, yeah, he, Kojima's he'll mental, it. but he's, he's got, got he's integrity. A, he's a professional. Yeah, yeah. But when you, one of the things, one of the most interesting things about it is if they had just been announced, like, you know, when a footballer leaves a club, it's like, you know, it's happening. They've been together for ages, but maybe they want to go different directions. Yeah, yeah. There's an announcement. This will be the last. Imagine it should have been a celebration. The last, yep. the yeah. final, like, you know, Quentin Tarantino kind of thing. The eighth film. When he does his final film, it'll be like the final experience. That's how it should have been. But instead you've got this, very video gamey, a very petty public dispute with nothing actually said, so it's pure speculation. And then his name's getting removed. Now, I don't know why Konami would have removed his name unless he specifically asked them to do so because agree, his name yeah. sells the game. Yep. You know, when Paramount, like I said, when Paramount split their, you know, I think it was quite acrimonious with. Uh, Coppola with the Godfather his name is still on it all they didn't just go get rid of Francis Coppola's name because he fucking made it and his name is a selling point it's part of the experience mm-hmm. and so uh, something has happened and something quite dramatic for either them to take that course of action and cut their nose off to spite their face or for him to feel so affronted that he actually wants to Alan Smithy it essentially and remove his name now it will still be in the game but from the marketing at least mm-hmm. it's a fascinating situation when people at Kotaku are saying well I want to know what's happening you're a fucking journalist go and find out what's happening yeah. why should he have to come out and be like well, it's nobody's business I mean it is and it isn't do you know what I mean like, yeah. it's, it's not for him to come out and say what he's doing like they've, like, they've said and it, again it's a bit woolly you know and it's not great it hasn't been well communicated at all I get that but Kojima is working on Phantom Pain just it's out soonish. Just let them get on with it. You know yeah. what I mean? I think that the biggest sort of disappointment is the wrong word, but I guess intriguing point is what happened with Silent Hills. So obviously, mm. if he's putting his time, it, that was probably never his priority project anyway. So that's probably been you know overseen by him. What happens to it now? Because apparently that's still fine because it was mm. more of a deal between. I still I, I that Kojima was all over that demo like, all over it was Kojima and I think taking that kind of spark out of it couldn't you know <clears throat> but some, damage I mean, it sometimes when Kojima in the past Kojima has actually had these kind of all-star team-ups uh, even on his own game even on Metal Gear Solid uh, Twin Snakes for GameCube yeah. which wasn't really that good I mean it, it was good and if you've got a PAL copy it's worth some dollar so mm. hang on to that <laughs> but you know that was uh, Miyamoto was was there Miyamoto was there uh, Dennis was it Dennis Dyack yeah he was involved, like yeah. from Silicon Knights because they made it with Kojima kind of overseeing while he was doing MGS3 as well and all that you know like, okay you know that sounds like it but the thing with dream teams is they they rarely work true because you know you need someone to be the head and mm. if you've got Miyamoto and Kojima like, 
well, I did this. Yeah. Well, actually, I did. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying that, well, that's what happened on the Twin Snakes, but sometimes <clears throat> you need one vision and not a lot of people who are superstars going, okay, well, but what if we did like this? Like, like, like bands, you know, like, was it Audio Slave? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I agree. I think my worry is that maybe Kojima was that guy on Silent Hills. I know we don't know that's for the case, mm. but just from that demo and how it played out and how nuts it was, I just that's the, that's the impression that I get. But I agree with you. I think A, it doesn't matter where he is. Let him go with love. And B, yeah, I don't think Konami aren't are a business. They want to make money. So regardless mm-hmm. what the fallout was, if it's not so bad that he can continue to work on the game, they want his name on the product. So I would say as a Kojima call, and I would say whatever he does after that is... I think know, it's all been a Kojima call because what has Konami got outside of... I mean, it still has Metal Gear, but he's not made. No, he wants a Metal Gear made by Kojima, uh, not made by Kojima. You know what I no, mean? Like, he's so, he's so entwined with the development. Like, they are Kojima games for better or worse, and sometimes it's a lot fucking worse. Mm. Uh, they are they are Kojima games. You get stuff out of him that you just don't get really mm. anywhere else. So I don't really... I'm, it's going to be an absolutely fascinating story mm. when when the truth is out, and I don't think that'll be for a while yet. There you go. That wow. is that one put to bed. Bloody hell. Well, mm. I think we better move on uh, to... Uh, oh, Photoshop competition. We've got a new podcast competition. You've got a week to enter it. Um, the uh, We're going to be tweeting. We'll put a forum thread up uh, on videogamer.com. Uh, there's a picture of me and Steve in front of a green screen dressed like twats. Yep. Um, so we're just standing there, really. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just like a family portrait. Um, and you'll have seen, uh, you might have seen uh, on the Twitter, we put up uh, we, we put up a, a promo for a series we're never going to make called uh, Capital Punishment. But we're wondering if you can put us into game box art, posters, whatever. Mm-hmm. Make up something that me and Steve would star in, um, like like within sort of like within certain parameters. Actually, do you want I'm not going to give you free reign on that. Do you want them to rub your um, egos or destroy your egos? Uh, oh. Either or is okay, absolutely fine. fine by me. <laughs> I mean, that, we've been on Twitter before, so we know uh, we know well, how that works. Yeah. <laughs> and make sure it's something that like BBC Two would be able to broadcast before nine o'clock as well, because. You know, what a load of old shite! <laughs> I don't want. Um, no, I like just, as long as the BBC don't want could broadcast it at all, would be all right. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> broadcast it at all? Yeah, exactly. Um, it's not going to be. By the way, I didn't want to make it sound like it was some kind of announcement. <laughs> we're doing a deal with BBC. It's a content share. <laughs> oh my life! Can you imagine? Yeah, we're doing piss morning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's the new breakfast show. Imagine Piss Morning was three hours long. Oh, my life. By hour. And by the on first the hour, telly. Oh and had Gino DeCampo and shit on One it. day. Don't worry. One yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And Philip Schofield checks yeah, Gino, out. Gino, can you piss into this jug? <laughs> 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 so uh, we'll, we'll, be, we'll, be, uh, we'll put up the image. We'll announce further details of that competition uh, on Twitter and on the website. Uh, we've got questions now. I'm just going to go through them. There's quite a few. Uh, I can never pronounce this person's name, so I do apologise, but... Eligious Dimmer I don't I don't that'll do I know what you mean that'll do right okay serious question why does Burns hate good games <laughs> right why does Burns hate good games and love shite ones is it just to be a jerk or is there a legit reason it's because it winds you up and I'm, <laughs> also, I'm fueled though, no, no, by your hate you've got to push the other end of it as well though there's no such thing as good or bad games it's all individual exactly, taste you just exactly. got to accept this is it fucking, what, what? No. it's my new thing now my new thing is life is to try and make this a thing 
that you can come up to me and go, Miller, I hate this. I, go, I like it. And then like, you know. What, just, Buddhism? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pushing Buddhism. But I just, I, that's my thing now. We've got we to gotta, we gotta get past this now. It's to just, just let people enjoy shit, man. Think how much better the world would be. I mean, you know, if, if you want to watch a show where a 45-year-old man can come out in a pair of Y fronts and dress as a Nazi Terminator, All right. that's absolutely fine. <laughs> Even but, I was like, what the fuck are you talking you know, that's, about? That's absolutely fine. I made him that costume, I told you. They gave me a call <laughs> oh, at 6pm on Sunday. They said, Miller, make this two minutes later. I go, that's the best I can do. <laughs> that's Triple H's costume at WrestleMania, by I'm the way. I'm sure you've all seen it. That's not a spoiler because the world was aghast. <laughs> just to, to, the world was aghast. <laughs> just to take over the podcast once, was an amazing thread on, on the, um, the Squared Circle subreddit, which is a wrestling thing. Where some guy he really looked at it seriously. He's like, right, I don't understand this entrance because he comes out with four Terminators around him. Mm-hmm. He's dressed like a Terminator, <laughs> but then when he takes all that stuff off, someone gives him six Terminator heads that have been crushed, and he celebrates. So as he wither against the Terminators, like it's actually a very good point. Makes yeah, no yeah. sense. None of that entrance made sense. None, None of it. it. Were those Terrible. Like, were those like rebel Terminators? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> There's an entire backstory in Triple H's head. I don't that know. It makes sense to know. him. It was it was one of the worst. He's written pages and pages of his. Own fan fiction about this. It was. It was. I'm not. We don't want to talk about the match. So I don't want to spoil it. But it was awful. Awful entrance. There'll be genuinely a word terrible. On Triple H's laptop. It's like Triple H takes down Skynet. <laughs> yeah, he probably thinks he did by, by did Triple it. H. Age I Skynet. I'm over. Anyway, yes, that was it. Um, so now you crack on, chap. You crack on. <laughs> right. Uh, Sam Chapter asks: Is there a franchise you love so much that you will always give it give it a free pass? and forgive any monstrosities it chunders up. No, because Resident Evil 6 mm. would have been... Resident Evil, I played literally every fucking one of those games, and then Resident Evil 6 came out, and it was so... It was so over the top, it was almost like satire of itself. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But no, you, I don't think you can. Because really, that's how you, you get into... I mean, there are games that you can play and enjoy and know that they're a bit shit. I mean, that's essentially people playing Assassin's Creed, right? They know it's, it's a bit wank, it's, but some of it's really good and so they enjoy other elements of it but to be like oh no it's really good because I if anything I think it does the opposite you love it so much yeah. that it burns you twice as hard well, well, yeah. when, you, when you love something it's flaws are magnified mm. completely oh, no. oh fuck that was a bit dark wasn't it? No. no I liked no, but, it it's but, poetic <laughs> like I love big tasties yeah. right? I went to get a big fuck. tasty the other day and fucking the bun just wasn't just wasn't quite as soft as it should have been. So it I went back and threw it. Oh, man. It had been in the toaster a bit too long. Fucked yeah, it. Yeah. Absolutely fucked it. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. No, because like, to me, so Zelda was what I was using in my head because I love all those games. But the fact is I do love all those games. I don't think they've made... Apart from the Philips CD things, whatever the fuck that thing was called, but that's different. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, 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 no Zelda game's really been shiter, has that's it? The, Apart from no, the CDI like, version. Yeah, there's no like proper bad game. But even then, if they did fuck it, I would be... Yeah, I'd be, I'd be upset. I'd be disappointed. Yeah. I wouldn't go, I'm going to persevere. It's like Dragon Age. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to persevere with it, but I just can't. I have to stop. I have to stop because it's yeah. just not good enough. Fair enough. So. It's not like it's Skyrim, though, is it? Can't no, no, nothing like Skyrim. Um, the... Uh, You've cultivated Burns an image for yourself of a man who wouldn't seen who wouldn't be seen dead near a fucking McDonald's, and yet it's like your favourite restaurant. Well, it's not actually my favourite restaurant. <laughs> I'm off to the duck and waffle. But, um, yeah, but is that the, actually the question? No, big taste. No, no, oh, the, right, okay. This is just me putting oh, Burns right. up on an inconsistency. Say, in his what, character. what a question! <laughs> yeah, the Burns character is is getting a bit weird at the moment. I'm starting. <laughs> the Burns character needs to be retired. I'm, we, going, I'm going face. Should we no, reveal going, that going, now? That a lot of what we do is basically characters we've made up. What's for wrestling? Ourselves. Isn't we, it? We, no one actually sees. Everything's we're joking, but genuinely, a lot of the time we'll record stuff and go right. Make sure you push this nonsense. Yeah. Apart from the apart from the. 
kids thing. I just, I just hate those things. <laughs> that's the real party really, gimmick. I think even that's not quite true. No, it really is. You did say but, that you would bring up a child if it was left on your doorstep. Yeah, but that's like, that's just common decency. <laughs> there <laughs> is. There's really? always uh, what do you call it? There's always like, a like, what the fuck is that phrase? Exception. There. You is. know, I just don't want it to. I just don't want another version of me, and neither does anyone else. My kids were in the office last week. <laughs> And and to be fair to Steve, he f- you could tell he was struggling, but he dealt with it very well. Exactly, I have to say. Exactly. Good work. Good work. My eight-year-old, my eight-year-old just talks to people, and uh, and I, I didn't pre-warn her before. I didn't go see that guy. Just don't start. <laughs> Stranger danger. He, he won't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so so she starts talking to Burns, and in my head I was going, oh fuck. <laughs> But no, you dealt with it very well, Burns. I was gonna, I was gonna tell Lydia that you're, uh, you're very good around children. Fucked it. Um, <laughs> Dead. <laughs> anyway, got um, to get a nanny. <laughs> That's what. If um, I had a kid, I'd have a nanny, big time, man. I don't want to see it when it's fifteen. Let me know how it's getting on. Right. <clears throat> Next. <laughs> well, like, like, like the Tudors or something. Oh, like, big time. <laughs> Absolutely. Like Henry the Seventh. Yeah. Fucking. How is my son? Uh, yeah. Doing right. You know, he's... straight to boarding school, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm talking about that. Um, that does. Some of the hard, heartbreaking things I've read about growing up as an aristocrat in Tudor England. Yeah. Henry the Seventh, Henry the Eighth, sorry, on Christmas Day when Elizabeth was like eight years old, the same age my daughter is now, on Christmas Day one year, he sent his fucking one of his flunkies to go and wish her Happy Christmas. <laughs> she was in a, she was being raised in a house in the country. He's like, go and tell my daughter Happy Christmas, will you? And he's yeah, but like, Jim, that right. was the past. You couldn't just fucking get on Snapchat and be like, cheers, babe. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what I mean? Send <laughs> 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 a tweet. Yeah. <laughs> He had horses. Like, At Henry VIII. Yeah, but Henry VIII was, wasn't known really. Yeah, for, he wasn't a good man. <laughs> for, for doing nice stuff. Yeah, no. but I just thought it was a sad story. Anyway, yeah. I'm far too obsessed the, with the, the Tudors. Mo- the money helps. Far too obsessed with the Tudors. The meat. Uh, yeah. Harry Styles. I don't think it's actually Harry Styles. If it is, he, oh my gosh. <laughs> but he asks, um, Miller is in a room with Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2 and Bloodborne. He has a gun with two bullets. Which games does he shoot? <laughs> 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 two bullets I get rid of the Souls games so I think Bloodborne like we, I think Bloodborne built I just hate it but I think it's it's like I say you, I can, th- you can cut through enemies a bit I think, easier I mean, fodder I hate the I Souls games Dark almost Souls as much as you do two. but I think Bloodborne's got a chance to win at least one of us over yes I agree he's one scammer over as well me like, but, but uh, no I killed he's, uh, that's, not, uh, that's easier than I thought I, the Dark Souls games will go straight away especially the first one oh what a what, uh, oh, just awful and would that awful. not go to Bloodborne as well Hmm? In like a timeline situation, would Bloodborne just die as well? <laughs> That's true. It would they see? Yeah. You're thinking. I like it. Like the Terminator uh, shit. This no, is good, Tom. Because if, for example, on well, well the question if someone was... killed your parents in the same room as you, you don't then die. <laughs> you know that, right? <laughs> Maybe you do. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in fairness to Harry Styles, the question was: you've got a gun and two bullets. It wasn't like you've got a gun and two bullets and a time machine. But <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's the case, I can do be more specific time. next time. Yeah, he hasn't no. said you don't have a time. We get machine. rid of we get rid of the Souls games. Definitely right. Souls games. We're, 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 we're assuming you're saying that Miller also has a time machine maybe they just assume yeah Miller's got a time machine right? you just walk in the studio I got a gun shooting Dark Souls boxes <laughs> Miller's lost it uh, but yeah they're, they're easy those two they're gone just they're out blows they're it away. Yep. again like a shit Robocop yeah uh, Andy asks uh, are there any under the radar games coming out that we should be excited for the Killinator there might be but we don't know what they are because they're under the radar <laughs> under aren't they the radar. <laughs> under the radar the Killinator is that yeah. a real game called The Killing Nation? No, I'm making it. Oh, okay. Serious talk. Is that game, um, apart from Axiom Verge, which is out today, 
Um, Tom now works for Active that, that's, What's that game you played with um, the n- guy who will not be named? There's an indie game. Titans, I mean. Titan Souls? Yeah. We've got some shit coming out in Titan Souls. I'm, they got, they got a preview build they want to send us. Right. I've got to touch them. So that's we'll out in soon. a couple of weeks, I think. And that game by the Oli Oli yeah. guys. The oh yeah, that, yeah that, I played that at the same time. They're both really the old, good. The only guys have done a shooting game. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's okay. I mean, it's good, but it wasn't very stylish. Titan Souls was genuinely something I could see myself playing. It's really oh, good. Right, right, right. It's a bit like Dark Souls somewhat in terms of the challenge, but um, well, Titan Souls. It's hard, but uh, <laughs> I know what you're saying. No, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm just saying that if your game's like Demon see. Souls, calling it or Dark Souls, calling it something oh, Souls, is it, right. it's like making you were... a robot, um, right, a sorry, film about right. a time traveling robot, calling it the Exterminator, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't, which I couldn't. exists, it exists, coming out this summer. I've, I've never been able to get on with Ollie Ollie. I've tried so no, hard. Oh, we, we chat about it's, it on a podcast yeah, you went on. I think oh, that yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's 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 not. It's just like the, addictive enough. The controls just don't have that. Because like, so it's a niche joke. I only said that because he listens to this. Does he really, Dick? Oh fuck! <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Um, it's just Burns is just hurling abuse at people now. Um, the like, like it doesn't have that. Like a lot of games, like just via their controls and via sort of in, in, in like being intuitive, reach a point where you just sort of slide into. Yeah, it, it never get there. It's a constant shit. challenge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you feel like you feel really like Tony Hawk's Pro, Pro Skater doesn't feel like it's difficult to control. Mm. It's they're certainly really really hard to master, but. Like the basics of it, you just you just slot right in. Yeah, it and you it's don't get that with all the ollie. All the ollie is just shite. Yep, shite. Um, right, uh, Math- Matthew Arnault or Arnut. I don't know how he likes it pronounced. Uh, <laughs> th- <laughs> thoughts on the Retron Five? Is it worth getting? Now he has asked us, I think, uh, the last few weeks, and we've never addressed it. This is the but retro Tom, console. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But t- Tom, you spent the most time it's, in it. I like it a lot. I mm. think. There's a few things. If you've got a lot of old games, yeah, cartridge like 16-bit or 8-bit cartridge games, Snares, Mega Drive, uh, NES, etc. Yes, yeah. If you're because you've got, you'll then play those games more because you've got something you can plug into your new TV, yeah, and it'll just work and it'll look a lot better. Um, if you're starting to build a collection of games, yeah, then it's trickier because you suddenly got a lot more expense, and it's if you're coming to it from like, I've got all these games in my attic or whatever and oh, it's a pain playing it on my, on my new TV because it looks rubbish and it's awkward plugging it in and all that kind of stuff, it would, it would make you play those games again. So right. I think if, if, you've, if you've got all those, yes, I think it's definitely worth it. It's quite expensive. It's like £130. Okay. Um, but if you've already got the games, then that's, I think that's a decent investment because you, you suddenly you can just play them all without any trouble and it works very well. Um, but if you're like starting scratch, you think you've got to prepare for quite a lot of expense because buying old games isn't that cheap if you want some of the good ones. Yeah, it really isn't, is it? It's, it's like I've been looking for Super Metroid for a while and because I don't want to spend much money and realistically it's at least 30 quid. Just nick it. What's the problem? Just nick it off well, the internet. I think the problem is stealing or well, downloading ROMs or anything. Like this, Back years ago, I used to download lots of games because everyone does it at some point. 
Um, <laughs> it's particularly the Dreamcast because it was just so easy. You download a car, and there is a thing when you when you download. <laughs> that's true. But when you download something, it's <laughs> a real thing. Kill me now. Hold on, Tom. Sorry to interrupt. You, as, you, hold on. As an aside to the car thing, <laughs> someone did upload a file to uh, BitTorrent once called a car. It was like four hundred gigs. <laughs> right, carry on, carry on. When you download something and it's just like you've got access to like hundreds of games or whatever like ROMs you never invest your time in any of them that's what I found that's true Whereas that's like you, rich people with loads of you, shit right if you buy something so if I spent 30, 40 quid on Super Metroid mm-hmm. I would play it because I've put money into it you'd have to and it's the to. same it's, it's just I think there is a, a benefit of actually owning them and putting money into them because you are going to actually use it and it's too easy to like download 800 ROMs and just <laughs> flick between them all in like mm. an hour it's like no you're not bothered but I think if you have it and you buy it, you're invested and you actually put time into it. That's and true. It, it does feel better than just playing it on a ROM. Plus, you don't have the, yeah, the yeah. hassle of an emulator or whatever that is. Yeah. Um, which always it will be more trouble than what you think it's going to be. Yeah. Truth. Well, um, I hope that answers that for him because he's obviously keen to get one. Because as I say, if I, you want I have, one, I've seen this. If you want one and you're thinking about it, I think it's worth it. It's yeah, good. Yeah. It's good. I think it's just, just look into how what games you might want to play on it yeah. and look because they are surprising even though they're not say 30 quid isn't that much really yeah but because it's old you think mm, i'll probably better buy this for like two pounds but it you does, don't it does feel like i mean it, it, i mean because i've used the retron as well mm. you know, we've used it for videos and stuff and apart apart from the the controller which is yeah the controller it comes with is awful you need to luckily, get yeah get a get a, like a snes or a mega drive controller but you, and it's plugs yeah. to plug in the actual real controllers from those consoles which is great like and it's a really nice machine and like the game is really like it outputs at 720 60 mm. it looks really really nice um like astonishingly <coughs> so because I, I i remember like i mean you know like using snes emulators and whatever on computer screens and it, it never same. looks that good yeah. never looks that good but the retron does something that manages to make it look like, like like it now fits a HD TV without like cocking it up mm. or like scaling it wrongly yeah. or yeah. you so can it's, even it's you can even force PAL games this is a bit, bit yeah. maybe a bit too geeky but force the PAL 50 games to run at 60 hertz yeah. so the dream is real so but it does sometimes C2. mess up some things that are timing based but yeah, yeah. so you don't get the same slow I mean, we didn't notice it as much when we were kids because we didn't know any better. But yeah, yeah. If, you've seen, if you've seen sort of Metroid being played on the NTSC cartridge, it is a lot faster. Yeah, absolutely. Um, S- Sonic as well. Yeah. It's a noticeable yeah. difference. So. Basically all, all old games. It's nearly 20% faster, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> obviously <laughs> quite a ridiculous. difference. I, I remember um, uh, getting into a wonderful... <laughs> or seeing a wonderful argument, actually, on... on uh, Trek on BBS. Trek BBS. Always. The Star Trek bulletin board. <laughs> Fuck you, know, The last thing I thought you were going to say. <laughs> the Star Trek bulletin board. An argument about Sonic the Hedgehog. It was actually about Max Payne. And somebody said this was the first instance of bullet time in video games, which I, I don't I don't know how true that is. Or if Sonic it, the Hedgehog? No, Max Payne. Um, but what? somebody said, no, it's Sonic the Hedgehog. Remember when he lost all his rings and it would slow down? That's true. That's bullet time. And everyone's like, no, that's... That's just there were too many things to yeah. what the 
Um, that's weird. That's just slow down, you dick. But it was either like an amazing troll or or an idiot. You can it was never me. quite tell. It was me. Yeah. But um, it was it was like a, it was a thread that went on after that on that topic of whether or not Sonic deliberately slowed down for about twenty pages. Fuck my life. The internet. This, this is a Star Trek message board. <laughs> <laughs> At no that's point did anyone true. pop in and go. By the way, what the fuck has this got to do with Star Trek? <laughs> Someone just put in big caps. Phasers set to stun. <laughs> oh, there we go. We're back on track. Phasers set to set phasers to frag that was yeah. an actual tagline for an actual star yeah yeah it's not good is it it's not good at all uh brett claxton way what do you think what do you want to see in this year's wwe game oh so many things game, triple h and a play. nazi terminator i mean the thing i really think the wwe games need is a, is a reset because they're still building on this same basis they've had for 10 years, if not more. They need to start feeling different. They need to start feeling new. Because even though that template was good at one stage, like everything, mm. you know, everything wears out. Everything gets tired. Everything gets boring after a while. And, you know, they're still doing a lot of good. And the latest one, you know, visually was, it was a big step up. But the foundations need to change. Mm. And they need to bring stuff back from old games that they took out. Like, here comes The Pain, which came out fucking 2006. Is it that long ago? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Whenever it came out. Of course, because you smacked the best of 2006, yeah. yeah. I mean, there were small stuff like that, interrupting finishes and, and things like that, which have just... Here comes the pain's amazing. Just do it's that! It's really good, yeah. Although if we went back to it now, I'd be like, oh, this is too small. But yeah, yeah, they just need to... The, the big thing they need is, and I understand why they don't do it the same reason FIFA doesn't do it, or Pairs, or Call of Duty, or Assassin's Creed. Call of Duty's a bit different because it has multiple development teams, but it needs a year off to reinvent itself. Mm. That's what it desperately needs, and I think you know the people working on it can do it, but they don't have the time. Um, and I just think, yeah, building a brand new wrestling game from scratch, which is going to cost a lot of money and a lot of time, which I get it's difficult, would What it needs, be Miller, I'll tell you what it needs, and I'm going to tell you what you told me, and I'm going to pass it off as my own. That's fine. So <laughs> ignore what I just said. What a wrestling game needs is a mode say, yeah. where it's very obvious that it's a work and it's cooperative. And so players have to work together like a rhythm action game yeah, that's to right. get the biggest pop out of the crowd that's and get right. the, uh, get a school. That's what Anyone, is. It's a work, right? The reason those games have the longevity they do and they can still take it back is because if you know what you're doing when it comes to wrestling games, you get somebody in the same room with you that understands wrestling and you wait for the match to come to its proper conclusion. So, for example, mm-hmm. if Burns mm-hmm. and I are playing and Burns does a particularly amazing sort of reversal combo finisher on me, I don't kick out. I don't even try because he has won the match. He worked the fans. Exactly. And he worked the match. Exactly. But you say that if you start doing that and you start treating it like professional wrestling and all of a sudden you understand why you're these talking games are so about, good. You're talking about RPing a wrestling game. But you don't, once you do it, you'll never ever go back. And that's why, I, and this is probably in the later games, it's just my nostalgic memory that remembers this. That's why the No Mercy and WrestleMania 2000 games were so good because they had a button where... Um, you could, it was a kick out button that was the whole point of it I know you can cancel pins now but that's not the same it had a button that you pushed so if Burns is pinning me and it would do a big, a big kick out thing so you mm. could time it and stuff and it was just you know it, 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 it what's the one I'm looking for but it encouraged you to play it like a worked wrestling match but it didn't as have soon a health start- meter did it it had like a spirit meter that's right yeah, yeah. and essentially that was so you just could, yeah, the so crowd <coughs> like how the crowd you, you could, could let <sighs> people get back into the match and yeah. you could have your big baby face come back because you were letting them do it to you I tell you right now if you do not understand a wrestling fa- guessing games but you understand wrestling go find your mate who likes wrestling sit down work a match in any WWE game you'll understand why they're so good we should make an iOS game where you work a wrestling match. We really should. We should. Right. Let's find someone who can make games. <laughs> yeah, let's find the, 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 the most important part. going to bother Christos about it again. Hey, yeah. actually, I'll have you know that Christos said that my idea for the Killinator was both not what he thought and brilliant. So see ya. 
Yeah, I mean, he said that to you. Actually, he said it on. <laughs> actually, said it on Twitter. Thanks. And uh, then my name was. What even is first. the killer night? You just kill people. Yeah, but it's got twist. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Tom. No, I'll, your idea for this game is so brilliant and original, Burns. He's Tom, like, I'll be writing the exclusive preview and then, then reviewing my own game. Burns sitting there. Burns sitting there in, a, in a business meeting with fucking two hats on. Yeah, you kill people in it. Yeah, we'll see. But also, I will be reviewing my own game and giving it six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just so the internet doesn't know what to do and just melts down. But but, but <laughs> shit, we got nothing to say. So yeah, that's six it. That's my two cents. Score. Uh, uh, what do you want to blah blah Bilal asks who's the most handsome guy at the video gamer office I don't know I'd say we're just not answering I'd say it's that guy that pops in every Thursday to do the alarm (laughs) 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 yeah that guy fucking he holds the button down on the alarm that silver fox yeah for about two fucking minutes longer (laughs) than it should do and it gets oh, to the point where you just start melting down it's just like, like if, he, if he doesn't let go of that and go out there and but it's awesome like he said it was a test but has he like fallen over and somehow burned yeah. the place down because this thing is not going <laughs> off says, yeah it's just just a little test nothing to worry about and it goes on for so no. long that you're, it seems pleasant it enough it starts shaking the atoms in your body <laughs> apart exactly like, he looks like Andy Warhol as well <laughs> but it is, uh, it is that's where he's been we are a fucking Andy Warhol art installation <laughs> and we didn't even know it oh shit shit Son. That's the right. end of the video game, thanks. Uh, Carlos Valera asked, do a live, well, it's more of a statement, do a live stream where Burns plays Pillars of Eternity. I'll do it. You've got I'll that, basically, though. You can go watch two bastards play right now. Yeah, That's Burns we'll, playing we'll Pillars of Eternity. Play, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, you pretend it's live. Essentially, what he's asking for is, can I, can I get two hours of Burns being an asshole? And like, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, if you just watch every Burns video... Uh, yeah. See if this um, was the ni- if this was the nineties, we'd do a very wrestling thing and just cut to get like you know how like <laughs> Mr. Perfect greatest hits or the other. We just have yeah, this cut, yeah. just like a Silver Vision video of me being the uh, the, the biggest arsehole moments of Stephen uh, W. Burns yeah. with an opening from Jake T- uh, Jack Tunney. Jack Tunney, president. Didn't have podcasts in the nineties, mate. Uh, the Welsh. Well, that's commenta- why I said if this was the nineties, you dick. The Welsh commentator asks, "Have you ever looked back at a review and felt that you made a mistake, i.e., the score?" I don't know if he's got a specific one in mind. Uh, yeah, there's there are there are a few games. I think there are a few. There are many people who think that maybe they overscored a game, but scoring games isn't an exact science. It's hard because are... you are in at the time, like you are judging it on the time that that moment, mm. and yeah, things, things change. change yeah. And like you look back and think, well, maybe there was a bit of hype around mm. it but you are in that hype and you're if you're feeling it then that is what you go with but and it goes the other way as well <clears throat> like we brought him up earlier so just because he kind of ties in i probably hate I he will hate me telling this story i don't know if he listens to this or not so we'll find out but actually day the guy that we used mm. to work with to this day hates himself for not giving one of the super mario galaxy games a 10 i'm not sure it was the first or the second there one. was a thing about that that wasn't he, there he, he, he regrets it massively like he thinks it's an amazing game but whatever reason he went for I mean, nine rather yeah, than ten but but there are I'm not saying with regards to that but there are other factors in play and one of the games that I regret giving too low a score to was um, Call of Juarez is it Gunslinger mm. which I gave a 5 to which seems incredibly harsh now and it is And but I didn't think the game was amazing it, it just did a lot of base things very well and so in the kind of it was it average well it was but it was enjoyable and mm. I probably would have bumped it maybe maybe a point or two because I actually did 
And I could tell you where I was when I was playing fucking Gunslinger. It was the final day of the Premier League season. <laughs> but, you know, maybe that's got more to do with that than the game. But I remember coming in and thinking, yeah, I enjoyed it. But yep. is it pushing stuff? And that's why scoring is such a, like I say, inex- inexact mm-hmm. science. Is that when you think that I gave beyond a fucking four... Gunslinger is so much better in what it sets out to do I and think what it achieves. A bit harsh on Beyond. Uh, well, oh, I don't think it's harsh enough. Uh, the the <laughs> New York Times uh, only agrees with one of us, mate, and it's not mm. you. <laughs> I, so, I uh, regret giving Assassin's Creed a five. I should have given it a one. <laughs> <laughs> Scored it four <laughs> points too high. Shadow, I, Shadow the Colossus, I regret I think, not well. giving Assassin's Creed Unity a ten. <laughs> Because the amount of boiled piss I've had for giving it an eight <laughs> continues to this day is yeah. incredible. Mm. Um, there are a few games yeah. that well, I, sorry, don't. There, there are a few games that I think that I've <clears throat> scored too high, mainly because I don't score any games high. <laughs> but um, in the office today, Dave Scammell, who can't be with us today because he's doing news, he's behind a paywall uh, today. Yeah, was saying that he came in and said, "Oh, Steve, you should have given Advanced Warfare a nine. Yeah. And uh, at, at the time, it was right on a knife edge, whether it was going to get an eight or get a nine. Yeah. And my argument for the the eight was, you know, nine is what I gave to eight in isolation. Mm. You know, something that I think did something completely different. You know, every every now and then I think about uh, eight in isolation, like, fuck me, that really was good. It's systems. Whereas this is just a very, very, very good Call of Duty game. Now it's best Call of Duty is good, but there is franchise fatigue. Yeah. There are people who would have been like, "Well, it's just COD." You could, and people go, "You gave COD a nine. This is ridiculous." But you gave COD an eight or a seven. You know, maybe I should have given Ghosts a six. Probably should have given that a six. But again, it comes down to but that's relative. You, yeah. Ghosts all of a sudden becomes a point lower because you play Advanced Warfare exactly. and remember what's good or bad and go fuck. They fucked up. And if more you're than doing relative realize, scoring, yeah. it's such a bad habit to yeah. get into. No, it doesn't work because then you're comparing it to games mm. that came out five years ago. Yeah, it doesn't you cannot do that? You can't do it. Tom, what were you going to say about Shadow of the Colossus? Well, I think I gave it a nine. I think I if I fair. gave it a ten, I give it a ten. But, but then looking, but now I look back at it and think it's definitely a ten. Mm. Like at the time, I probably I. I can't remember what I said about it. I may have given it a 10, but if I gave it a 9, I'd probably mind about the frame rate yeah. and some of the clunky controls. Mm. But then I look, think back at it, and I don't remember that at all. I just no, remember like not. all the cool moments, and it's one of the most memorable games I've ever played. So it definitely deserves a 10. But at the time, you're thinking, well, it's got these issues, and blah, 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 blah. but then mm. you don't. I don't remember those issues now. I yeah. just remember how brilliant it was. Well, the remaster but, didn't have those issues at all, did it? Well, it still had the controls. <laughs> yeah, the weird controls. Wow. But... Um, I think I give it yeah. ten. I think I think I go, what did I ever review that? I don't think I did. Why do people give Metal Gear Solid a pass for shit controls? I don't. The second no, game, yeah, but people people do though. Like yeah. the, the second game's got terrible controls. Yeah. The second game is just terrible. For it's a load of piss. Isn't it? But I think what we don't, just as an addition, <laughs> what we don't have in games enough of, and there's been a, a little move to it for rescoring games. But that rescoring games or giving scores later is generally maybe down to technical things or maybe you don't think you've spent enough time with it. Whereas in film, there's plenty, you know, like Ebert has plenty of reviews where he'd have given a film two stars, you know, because he he was out of four or something, like one or two. And then years later, 
and it's obviously because he was such a good critic because he was so famous he could just go hey guys this week I'm going to talk yeah. about this but you know he did something on Apocalypse Now like 20 years after it came out or something and he was like you know what I actually I feel completely different about this movie I feel that in the years that have gone past we don't really have that in video games mainly because well, no video game critic has been <laughs> but also it would go the other way like if you sit down and play GoldenEye now you go fucking it's unplayable well, that's, that's the problem is that the technical shifts mm. you know you mark games down yeah, it's, not, it's, not it's not unplayable oh, you're unplayable <laughs> But see, people who insist that Goldeneye is like the greatest FPS of all time. Mm. It's not. Bollocks. What is it fuck? What is it fuck? I think it is. Wasn't it? It wasn't. I've never enjoyed a first person shoot as much as I It wasn't even brilliant back then, Miller. Of course it was. What are you talking about? Without that, you wouldn't have your precious Call of Duty. That is fucking What? No, GoldenEye is amazing. It was amazing. It like was that, amazing. That was, the four-player multiplayer was just put a bit of cardboard out. Do you not have any friends, Jim? You what? Do you <laughs> not have any friends? Oh, I had plenty of friends, but they were all better at it than I was. <laughs> 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 um, uh, Mike Hayward asked, we're, we're just going to wrap up very quickly. Mike Hayward asked, when Burns gets brought up to The Hague, how will you defend him as character witnesses? Do they have character witnesses? At the Hague? I don't know what. <laughs> then they have a character witness for Slobberdown and Mandalorian. I, I think if you're at the Hague... <laughs> Can like, you imagine? You're in the headmaster's office, right? It's you're not you're like... maybe beyond character witnesses. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, Slobberdan's a good guy. Isn't the hate just a fucking ceremony where you're like... makes a meat and cheese sandwich. Um, yeah. And, and also, he's um, a pretty bad dude. So, yeah, we're not answering that on a technicality. Yeah. Just as that, uh, just like I'm going to get off on one. M- M- MK Knight asks, how much power is too much? Could Simon bench Dave? Is Project Cars going to be all show and no go? There's no such thing as too much power. You can never have too much power. You've got to believe in yourself, believe in your dreams. Yeah. Move forward, never look back. Yeah. Uh, I could bench press Dave, I'd like to think, and I don't care about Project Cars. Right. Could you okay. bench press... Press Dave after the big taster he and I are about to have. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? You reckon you could bench You're both. Two? I reckon. While you're eating big tasties. Fuck me. Yeah. Ridiculous. What a ridiculous thing to say. <laughs> like, Simon lifted me once and that, like, and, and didn't, like, appear to be straining at all. I've so. been to the gym, Simon. It's a terrifying sight. <laughs> it is like a Resident Evil boss mid-metamorphosis. <laughs> like, <laughs> he goes to the gym and he's clanging and banging, etc. Damn right. Just, just lifting stuff. Just lifting stuff that sh- should not be lifted by, by people. Anyway, listen, Bert, nobody cares what you think. Fucking <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> hell. That is it. I'm out. I'm out. I'm, I'm doing to, wrestling jokes. I'm off to make that. fucking Killinator and get a fucking BAFTA and get on stage and say, kill all games I'm journalists. I'm doing wrestling <laughs> references to my my favourite wrestler, The Rock, because uh, he's, nah. he's everybody's favourite wrestler who now. isn't that into wrestling. Yeah, he needs a hair transplant. <laughs> he's bald. He looks a lot better though with hair. Does he? With yeah. hair, The Rock, no, but very does. no, not well, the pineapple not, head. Yeah, he used exactly. to have. No, no, not, no. not the weird uh, felt head <laughs> where it's just slightly too long and shiny, but just a little bit of almost like stubble. A bit of stubble, not because he's got it completely shaved, like yeah. bits. I think he needs. It looks like an hair. egg. Yeah, he without, looks like a fucking egg. Without facial hair, he doesn't like. An and egg, he's an attractive true. man. He's I, lo- a very, I love you. He's I a love very you, attractive man. I love he you. A, I've read. I've read the Rock's biography. He went to the number one in the New York Times P- bestsellers list. But they all did at that point. That's when wrestling was so big. You could just. You could I've read it. It's fucking rubbish. Terrible. It's all lies. Pictures of his dad as well. His dad was massive as well. What was that about? I don't know. I'm sure. Test. Where, so. Allegedly. Shit. So I don't think Soul Man Rocky Johnson is listening to this. I think you'll be all right. 
Uh, I love The Rock. No, just he wasn't like, on any sort of. Oh, drugs. like the the the, the attitude here at all. Fucking hell! Like yeah, I, I'd left actually. I just popped out for a little while. <laughs> when I came love back, it. it was terrible. Pans <laughs> watched the Montreal Screwjob when I'm out. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> Missed the hottest period of wrestling ever. It's brilliant. Best story ever. That's that's when I first got in because I wasn't into it when I was a little kid, yeah. and then that's when I first got into it. And I was a bit older, a bit of a teenager and stuff, and kind of at the age where where a lot of people, if you're an asshole, start going, yeah, it's thick. Mm. Um, but like loved it and then it got a bit rubbish and then I never watched it and, and then I got back into it when I moved down here mm. because I was spending all day in a room with you there's <laughs> <laughs> like, a lot it would seem and it was like shit I better watch yeah, some fucking wrestling I, I got into it when I was like five years old never gave up I got into it to the point where it was so uncool this is why the attitude here was so good it was so uncool it was like wrestling you, you couldn't tell people yeah, at yeah. school you couldn't tell people you like professional wrestling so they would beat the shit out of you <laughs> yeah. it was that uncool so you just had to keep do you like wrestling <laughs> no like Bret Hart keyring in your pocket like, so. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's been a long journey oh yeah anyway uh, last question well no actually last but one question average Barton was Burns always such a bastard <laughs> how many questions are there it's just mean <laughs> what is his origin story <laughs> Burns origins filming it tomorrow uh, Burns origins would, just ruin, a guy. would ruin the mistake that's true would, would ruin the mistake on but. a train from Cambridgeshire uh, <laughs> Victor Essan asks out of the lot of you who has the worst taste in genres you can't have a bad taste in genres, yeah, really. Can. Well, no, but can you? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to say clothes, then it's obviously Fippo, isn't it? Like... <laughs> <laughs> but that's, this is the point, though. Like, with a video game genre, like, say you hate RPGs, and I love RPGs. It's probably still an RPG that you like. Whereas if it was... I hate fantasy RPGs. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. But if it was, like, clothes... No, clothes is not good either. But music, for example, you may hate rap music, but probably a rap song that you like. Mm. Um, so there probably isn't yeah, a rap, but that song, rap that you song, like. that rap song you like is probably by Blondie. No, <laughs> no I, meant, I meant there isn't. Like, if you really hate a musical genre, it's unlikely you'll like something. Whereas games are a bit more, a bit more diverse. I don't think there's any genre that I hate. Not really. Mm. Like, hate is a very yeah, strong the, word. The, 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 yeah, I don't think like I don't really think of it as being sort of into a genre. I mean, I know I, I like RPGs and shit, but mm. I don't think I. But would, there's shooting games that are good. I, yeah, is that, I, shmups I mean, that are good. I hate I'd that probably phrase. Say to all. somebody like that, in general, I'm not that into shooting games, but there's still plenty that I love. Yeah, you get into, yeah, exactly. It's just, you know, um, I'm not into your Call of Duties or whatever, like the, the, yeah. the staple shooting games, but if, if, if there's ever a shooter that does something interesting, like I don't know, Spec Ops or whatever, yeah, yeah, I'm down with that. I don't think there's any genre that I, I hate. Oh dear. No. No. Unless you call the Souls games a genre, but they're not their own genre, that's ridiculous. No. no. So no, there you go. There's yeah. a bit of a damp squid to end the podcast. There but. we go. Um, right, we've got uh, the first of our um, Patreon backer guest appearances on the podcast. Um, dun, 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 dun. We, we recorded this a while back with uh, Mr. Tom Bickmore, friend of video gamer Tom Bickmore. Yep. Ex-friend of video gamer. <laughs> Is that how the podcast is going to end with that conversation? That you was are. on and don't remember what the hell I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. This was so, about the time the order came out, wasn't it? About the time the order came out, mm. yeah. So uh, so uh, there's a lot of order chat. So if you if you were missing chat about the order... <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it's going to happen right now for you. There's a chance to revisit last month. Yeah. Um, also, uh, yeah, the competition. Dave will be joining us after that because after that we'll be behind the the, the Patreon wall. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are listening to the extended version, stick around until I'm after. I'm going, I'm going, so... 
Tom's tagging out. Dave's tagging in. Yeah, I need a Wii, so I'm going to also believe in, but I don't think it will affect anything. As you say, if you you are uh, listening to the extended version, stick around until after the outro music, and uh, Tom will be swapped out by Dave. Tom, is your full name Thomas, or you are Tom? I'm just Tom. That's it, no big more, just Tom. (laughs) I am Tom. Did you have a um, school nickname? I didn't have any friends to give me nicknames. Oh, blimey. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I didn't have any friends in school. Just got bullied all the time. Yeah, I had bundle scammer for no reason, Dave. Oh, it was I horrible. Had, oh, I, had, I, mean, I had Punch Miller in the arm. I had, yeah, run, away, I had run away from Tom. Run away from that Tom? That sounds awesome. Yeah. I'd much rather that. So, like, Why? As soon as they see me, they'd run away. I didn't get any of this. How come the fat guy in the room was the fucking most popular one at school? What? What? I'm the fat <laughs> guy. That, it stands to reason that I should have been the one who got... The you, worst time at school. Were you popular no. at school? Yeah. <laughs> That's probably like, fuck you all. Yeah, but Chubby and Ginger, I, I had no hope. I'm not fucking Ginger. Not me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Bickmore, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think it matters in school. I think they just pick up on anything and run with it. You could be whatever you, you know. Right. Uh, this is the, the special backer bit of the podcast. It's not the special backer extra bit. It's, it's in the, the special, real podcast. Yeah. yeah, it's in the real podcast. That's the real podcast. The real podcast. <laughs> the other one's not real. It's Let's just a joke. For the real comptroller. We just upload a blank audio file every week, and all the other backers <laughs> just laugh their asses off. Yeah. Um, no, uh, this is the special bit because I'm so uh, excited. We've got we've got a backer. We've got a patron on. Uh, he's in guest. the room. He's in the room with us. He's <gasps> come down to see us in Croydon, Mr. Tom Bickmore. Hello. Hey. How you doing? Hey. All right. Now you were a, uh, a former slash current friend of VideoGamer.com. I don't know what I am anymore. Well, well, you're a friend. You're a friend of any anyone is a patron is a friend of ours. A friend of need is a friend indeed. Because you did an internship here, what about a year ago now? About eight months. Yeah. Eight months was ago. it really that long ago? Mm. Oh, end of, gonna be dead end of June, week after E3. Fuck. Everyone oh, was God, dead. E3's nearly here, Miller. <laughs> no, I'm busy. It's like, it's like, <laughs> we're gonna have to share a room again. Yeah. Remember, that was alright. That was no, fine. Oh, I had terrible diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, but you were. I, I'd show. He did. It's not a lie. But... <laughs> I felt so bad for you, Miller. No, not at all. You were there eating your meal, your pizza, or something like that. <laughs> and I was there shit my guts out. Unbelievable. That's Steve. But that's <laughs> the about pizza me. was yours. What <laughs> <Or> about you? <laughs> I don't want to know about this. Um, yeah. So is that corrupt that, that Tom? once did an internship with How us. How is that corrupt? Why is that corrupt? Is Unless that, he promotes it, a game and then we give it I a 10. Mean, you, know what, you know what people are like. Everything's no, I think corrupt. It's corrupt you know it? what? Even if it is corrupt, fuck you. Now that you've said That's it, right. they're going to say it's corrupt. Yeah. It's not corrupt. You're a patron. It's yeah. so pay good money for this. It's so corrupt to have contact with other people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but Tom Bickmore's paid to be in this room. Yeah, exactly. Paid the big bucks. A lot of money. That's pretty yeah. corrupt. For a student. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. There's another thing as well. Tom's been talking about this like for the whole week Which prior Tom? to you coming in. I'm confused. Uh, sorry, Big Tom. The the Ed- Ari. Big Tom. See <laughs> Ari. Such uh, a shambles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tom Ari, um, editor in chief. Tom Ari uh, keeps mentioning that apparently you were in the raid too. And oh yeah, like, not he's, not quite. He's like keep keep pressing on that. Yeah, I popped for this. What was that about? So uh, this was last year. It was. Um, I'm on the bonus features. So there was an in, there's a special screening. <laughs> I mean, right. A, spe, a special sort of premiere screening where they did a Q&A with the director. Right. And, they had and you were the director. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This um, anecdote's taking a nosedive. Yeah. Well, the only thing is like my dad asked a question and then we're there. Bang on the screen. So you're not actually in the film. That's even no. More. <laughs> 
I never said I was in the film. This is ridiculous. This has come I, from I Tom had Murray. so many questions about the Ray I Two and his production. I thought you were doing some sort of kung fu. Tom Ory does have a, a have a habit of uh, exaggerating getting, getting things slightly wrong. Yeah, deliberately. You wind you up. Oh. oh well, we all thought you were in the Ray Two. Because this whole time he was like, yeah, yeah, he's in the Ray. There's a shot of him when he kicks a guy's head off, and we were like, fuck, Bickmore. So yeah, totally. Because I had a friend that was in the world is not enough. Oh, yeah. Whoa, oh yeah, he bought a scooter with his uh, with the money like, he got paid for that. <laughs> I know frozen. someone that was in Skyfall mm. and the second Thor movie. There we go. Really? Yeah, he's just an extra. Didn't do anything oh, big. Yeah, this guy As we're extra. playing this game, I thought we'd throw it in. Do you remember the fencing scene in The World Is Not Enough? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was Madonna oh, it's awful. It? Yeah, she was, yeah. Yeah, he was one of the fencers. He Madonna. He was Madonna. <laughs> Madonna played by Dave Scammell's mate. Yeah. That'd have been good, wouldn't it? No, good. Well, I'm sorry you went in the raid, more, but, you know... That's such Do you have life. any other claims to fame? I feel we have to apologise now that you weren't in the raid. <laughs> uh, Were you in the that. raid too? <laughs> no. Oh, fuck's sake. This was either. the raid too. Get with it, Jim. <laughs> was it? Was it the raid too? Yeah, it's the Q&A with the director. Is that the after question? The same fucking director. How am I meant to know? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same guy who made both films, Dave. <laughs> he said raid too. All right, I forgot. All Did right, you go down the red carpet and everything? I did for Gravity. What? Um, what? what? You were in gravity. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Do you play George Clooney? Yeah. Sandra nice. Bullock. Good. Did you play uh, there, there, You've seen George Clooney as <laughs> his role in gravity. Somewhere on the internet, there is a video interview with Sandra Bullock that me and my dad walk across behind on. Because when we went <laughs> so to the special like premiere... you're controller of premieres, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah it's it's good. My, my dad just gets to go to things because he's weird. Can we green screen this Tom into Yeah, the, the thumbnail for this is going to be... Something <laughs> <laughs> special. Just Sandra Bullock having a breakdown in space. You're going to be standing on the raft at the end of Titanic and everything. (laughs) Do you remember when Call of Duty would do their red carpet premieres in Leicester Square? That was awful. It was so embarrassing. Modern Warfare 2's one was actually really that's what I went to. That's the one oh, I went to. But they made us walk the red carpet. And you can hear these people As going. An event, I thought it was quite impressive. I, no, I agree. The, the scale of it was good. Yeah. But I didn't enjoy, you know, walking that car and going, who's that? Who's that? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, it's like, I'm no one. All right, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's just like, uh, no, just let me go in the back. They wouldn't let me go in the back. You all kept thinking you were Vin Diesel. That's the problem. Vernon K. <laughs> Vernon K. Yeah, because Vernon K. I bumped to him. I bet into him in the toilets. He didn't hold the door open for me. Oh. Motherfucker. It's like when Phil Spencer banging into me, yeah. So wow. there you go, there's a little Vernon K effect for Has you. Phil then. Spencer hold the door open for you? Does he? No. no. <laughs> See, doesn't tell Unbelievable. No manners. No manners whatsoever. Mem- you know that, that story Burns always tell- tells about the time he touched Michael Pactor? Excuse me. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know this story. Well, let's just say, you know what Burns is? He's like, yeah, yeah, Michael Pactor uh, touched him on an escalator. That's <laughs> <laughs> like on an escalator. What? It looks a bit public. Man, like someone sexually harassed He's Michael Pactor. literally just, their, their hands like made contact with the escalator at the same time right. and made contact. <laughs> Dream I, th- I think this is a story, and they just sort of, you sort of had a wee. Uh... You haven't dreamt this. No, your... no, no. Burns told me this. You know what he's like. Whether Burns story. dreamt it or not, there is a whole <laughs> different case entirely. When he's not dreaming about fucking plane crashes, that yeah. is weird. Yeah. That is weird. I like, don't like that. every morning, games think every morning, like for the past, like I think it, for the past three months, he's been saying to me, "Yeah, I had a dream about a plane crash last night." You never dreamt about Pact or anything, Tom? <laughs> no. No? Would you like to dream about Pacta? I dream of Pacta. No. <laughs> yeah. you just got a script Pacta. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, Pacta is also a creation of mine, as well as being a real human being <laughs> with thoughts and emotions. But the real Pacta is a fan of the creation of mine. So there if we're go. talking about claims to fame, that's mine. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That is a pretty good yeah. one. 
But do we uh, have to ask Bick more what he's been playing and stuff like that? Is oh that shit, the way this yeah. works? What have you been I don't playing? know. Is that how this works? I I'm just know. guessing. You've well. been playing the order because by the time this goes out, you'll be able to say that. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. As long as we just don't say what the date is today. Yeah, no, we'll know. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think? So, uh... I mean, by the time you say this, everyone would be past the order and be like, yeah, well, we know it was crap. I agree <laughs> entirely. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I agree entirely with the score that Steve has given it. Which, for reference, is a six. Well, is it? <laughs> well, oh, I hope he sticks to his guns now. <laughs> if he changes, if he does a Steve Burns classic change score tactic. He's not going to change. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, yeah, I got mad. It's not easy. He wouldn't change it up, though, would he? No, he wouldn't. It's, no. It doesn't. It, it doesn't go up. It's going to go down. It doesn't deserve a fucking seven. No. Like I, I've not. left it. I I left it on in the other room. How long did you spend with it? <laughs> An hour max. Two hours. Oh, so you done half the game. That's good. <laughs> it's true. That's what they say. It. It's true. You know that game has sixteen chapters. How long's a chapter? Like sixteen 20 chapters. Really? But you're walking along, like you're doing a level. And then, you know, you take five steps, you're on chapter seven. And you'd be like that. Five steps later. Pointless. Chapter eight. Why does it have chapters? <laughs> chapter eight, the man reaches the building. <laughs> <He's> like, oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Why it, does it have chapters? What does that bring to the game? Like, what it kind of... bring anything. No, it it's, it's stupid. It's, it's, an, it's a nonsense, as everyone will know by now. Mm. Um, the thing is, by the time you hear this, waste of time. it's probably gone really cheap and you've bought it and you're going, actually, you know what? Knowing me. I'm quite liking it now. How much are we talking? I'd buy it for 20 quid. I'd buy it for 20 I quid. I think 20 quid would be a fair price for a visual treat that doesn't do much else. I'd yeah. be happy with 20 that. 20 quid feel... sounds good. I think 20 yeah. quid for the eye candy, yeah. It won't but be that it, for ages. It's got, it's got nothing else going for it, though. No, oh, yeah. it was a shooter without any shooting. It just looks, it looks really nice. But <laughs> I remember Steve saying, um, I don't know if he put this into the review in the end or not, but he said like it looks like a period drama, but it's also got the glacial pace <laughs> of a period drama. Yeah. yeah. So it basically, it's said... Downton Abbey... With guns I that they never use. While he was oh, playing geez. it, it's sort of, my mum would love this. Yeah. She'd watch this. It's like Coronation Street. But that's the other thing, is it's more, <laughs> it's more, I mean, you've played two hours, right, Tom? And yeah. it's, from what I can gather, it's more of a interactive cutscene than a game, right? Yeah. Is that kind of what you got from it? Yeah. Was, it, the first 10 minutes is just button prompts yeah. and drowning. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. That's a bit intense. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like even when it, in that first sequence, even when it actually gives you control of the character, for the first time it gives you that control, it only lasts for about three seconds, but it gives you enough control to just push forward on the analog stick and make him trip over, and then yeah. he gets up, and then it's a cutscene QTE again. Mm. It's, it's, it's a very badly designed game. It's Do you think they know this? Do they realise this? Or do you think they genuinely think they've created something masterful? Um, I think they know, and I, I think I think once you've spent like millions of dollars developing something, and you get to this point, you must be like, but what are they trying oh, to achieve? Shit. That's why I don't get. Like, what but I think you goal? probably get to a point where you fool yourself, even where you yeah. maybe you believe in it so much because you would you'd be passionate about your own thing if you spent that long on it, mm. and you probably excuse some of the problems that or other people them. won't. Yeah, that's so, true. I don't know. Mm. there's a bit in I think it's like the first or the second chapter where yeah. you're walking down a street and you find um, like a drinks flask mm. and you can pick it up and spin it around and have a look at it L.A. Noir L.A. Noir exactly yeah. but I was thinking it's, it's pretty much just like a tech demo yeah because it's just showing off because you can't do anything no 90% of the objects you actually pick up it's just to have, have a look at it further interaction with them they're not there for any reason it's just I'll have a look at this vase it's a shiny metal object yeah doesn't it look good going back yeah, briefly just... to what you just said do, do they know um, 
I think something Naughty Dog said quite recently was that they don't know how good their game is going to be mm. until like the last two or three months before it's out. Once really? it all starts coming together, they start polishing oh. it up. That must be tough. Like, yeah, because what true, if you, yeah, like you like, take a misstep or something? Exactly. And by then it's too late. Yeah. It's like, well, how do we fix that up? It's and much better to, like, you know, to be in an environment like ours at Video Gamer where we know everything we make is terrible. So no <laughs> and that was the aim to begin with. Yeah, so, like, yeah. we've done it, guys. Exactly. It when somebody bonus. tells you it's terrible, you're just like, uh huh. Yeah, well, that's that, the that's joke. a compliment, yeah. yeah. Well, um, if that is the case, and I guess that's how we get to, you know, you, you have this vision that you get to these last three months and go, shit, we did not hit it at all. And that's it. We've done it now. We've put like the, the, the top on the box. Maybe that's when you, you know, when these delays happen, maybe it's that point where they go, oh, well, well maybe we need to fix that bit up because that hasn't come together as well mm. as we wanted to. That's the point when it all starts moving a little bit more. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should do like a Louis Theroux inside games <laughs> development. We should definitely do that regardless. We should get Louis Theroux on it. Yeah, we should, him, we should do it Theroux. with him. We'll just have can Dave fill in Louis, Louis Theroux. Theroux. Oh, that's fine. I can do that. He would do it before I go. Yeah? Yeah. Are you going to be Louis Theroux before you go? Yeah. No, oh, that's good. Got some good time. transformation. We'll go down to Ready at Dawn. <laughs> I don't know where they are. Santa Monica or something, probably. But we'll go down. We'll fly so very far away. loves going to America for stuff like this. He will be up for it. <laughs> I'm amazed he's never done a video game thing. I thought that would be right on his list. To... It's not really so mainstream, is it? He did wrestling. He will now. It's true. Yeah. He will now. Now that video games have like have, have basically exposed the, 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 you know, the horrible problems of online abuse. <laughs> he will now. Possibly. He'll find these people and he'll be like, so why do you act like a dick on the internet? And, and they'll be like, because of the fucking New World Order and... Not wrestling, Simon. Wolfenstein. Um, well, I was going to say Wolfenstein. <laughs> Wolfenstein. What do you think of Wolfenstein, Bit more? I loved Wolfenstein. Oh, oh here shit. we go. All right, I'll go home. No, 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 no. Go, fight. Fight your cause. It was the first game I played on my PS4. Ah, I got see, it with I'm, my PS4. You see? You it's see. Rise Syndrome again. Exactly. You, I think you... I didn't you, like Rise. <laughs> but was it the first game you played on your Xbox One? Because uh, I played it here last year. Yeah, it was the first thing I played on an Xbox One. All right, mm. my theory's gone. No, it still counts. <laughs> I don't think you'd like Wolfenstein as much if you played it today. I think anybody would. I think anyone started Wolfenstein today. It's weird you bring it up. I played it. Do you think it was yesterday. a lot of people's first next-gen game? Mm, yeah, maybe. Might have been. Came out at the right time for it when, you know, it, yeah. sales had picked up on the new consoles Yeah, and stuff. it was released very... It was well-paced. What did you think when you played it yesterday, though? Mm. <laughs> I was in one of the um, hub bits. Yeah. And I couldn't be bothered to go any further. There you go. So yeah. after about 10 I mean, minutes... I stand by... Turn it off. I played, like, the first three hours and I, I stand by Simon's six out of ten. What makes it so Absolutely. good, though? <laughs> shooting dudes. Shooting dudes. Shooting you can dudes. do that in a lot of things. I'm a child. I like shooting dudes. You can no, do that in the order know. sometimes. <laughs> yeah. when, when it's not busy trying to tell you a Tom, legally story. you are not a child anymore. You have to get this in your head, I think. You've reached that age where legally they would not recognise you as a child. <laughs> <laughs> what would you give Wolfenstein in the order? And the top Bickmore, Tom Bickmore review scale? Well, I can't give another game a six, so I have to give it a seven. You would give it a seven? So you'd yeah. say it was great, but yeah, it was only one, one point higher than me. Yeah. Hang on. So I question your theories. It's a whole 10%. <laughs> That's true. I don't know, I just think it's... I've said this a million times, but it's just, it's, it's just nothing. It's just empty. It's, it's shallow. It's hollow. People but it's, love but it. it's fun. I enjoyed what I got to do, which was shoot dudes. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't enjoy the shooting as much as everyone else. Although I, that's where the points came from for me. It got a six out of ten because the shooting was good. It was everything else where yeah. you start at zero, right? Start at zero yeah, and build yeah. up. Maybe you don't. I don't know. Is that the way you do it? Maybe. Uh, start at five. Really. I've never I don't really. really have, yeah, yeah. You know, never thought about it. A, <laughs> is there a thought process? I just roll a dice. Just roll a dice. Out of six <laughs> out of ten. Dice said so. 
Um, I, I mean, I, a lot of people do like it, so I understand. It's just for me, it was yeah. It just I don't know. I forgot about it as soon as I'd finished it. But Big Will, you're, you've got good company. A lot of people enjoy. A lot yeah, of people like that game. It was yeah. a game of the yeah. year. A lot of people. I wouldn't call it that. No. What was yours? <laughs> Thanks, Dave. That's right. Oh. You got all the time in the world. Jim can cut all this out. Yeah. <laughs> game of last year. I don't, I, Cheers, uh, oh, mine was Rambo the video game. That's right. <laughs> Rambo. So what, what was your so game good. of 2014? Still got that jacket. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Uh, you can't, I, can't think of, I can't think of a favourite game of the year. G2, what came out last year? Uh, I'm struggling now. America, well. America 8, that was good. I can't think of game. one, actually. I think 2014 was a terrible year for video games. I do think it was in poor, general. But there were America Eight is a, that was awesome. South Park, Advanced Warfare was good. You know, Advanced Warfare was good. South Park was good too. Oh, Dark Dragon Souls Age Inquisition. I've, yeah, I've yeah. literally I like we've Souls already too. done this. We've already said this last year. On it, I mean, you weren't here at the time, Simon. But when we did our <laughs> Game of the Year stuff, what did we say? I said Dragon Age Inquisition, and I've just remembered that's a game that exists. <laughs> we did a video about it yesterday, Simon. <laughs> I've, I've got yeah, it. Yeah. I just haven't gone back to it. I just wouldn't give it. What do you think of Dragon Age? I don't like it as much as I'd like the other two. I, like Dragon Age I, two. I didn't mind Dragon Age 2, and uh, at least I went back and finished it. I think <laughs> I, I thought it was better than um, Dragon Age 2, but Dragon Age 2 just felt like such a massive disappointment. Like oh, I think yeah. maybe if you look back, it's a game that is a lot better um, in hindsight. That rare And without the Dragon the game Age is, game. If you took the name uh, off it, I think it'd be a much better game. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, there's a lot of things about it that aren't necessarily terrible decisions. They just seemed terrible compared to... Or, like, yeah. people complained that it all took place in the one city. Well, it's like, that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's mm. just because the the game before it took place on a continent. Yeah, it always felt you like know. you're progressing and going somewhere yeah. else. But I, think, I, think, I think time will be kind to Dragon Age 2. I already see a lot of people claiming that it's the best one, which no. is, which no, is no, shy, no, no, which no. is bollocks, it isn't. But, you know. Dragon Age yeah. Origins is so far above and beyond the other two games for me. Yeah. Like, it's not even in the same category. Still below Mass Effect, though. I prefer Dragon Age Origins. Oof. Really? Yeah. Oh. No, no. I know. That's what I had more fun with. So it's you yeah, know. yeah. I mean, it's, I love Mass Effect Two. I think it's Mass wonderful. Effect. I mean, Mass but Effect's just Dragon Age with guns in it. Yeah, I just Dragon. Age, I think Dragon Age Origins for me it came along at the right time. I was looking for a game like that, and then it existed. So mm-hmm. it kind of found a place in my heart. Wow. And my Xbox 360 died halfway through to Mass Effect Two, so that kind of tainted my experience. I never Red liked ringed. Mass Effect Two. How Is can you not, how can you like Mass Effect but not Mass Effect Two? It's the best one. I like the first one. Why? But what? But yeah, what I totally, I totally get that. One. I totally get that. Do you? In in the second one, they stripped out all the stuff about Mass Effect that made the Mass Effect universe feel grand and See, big. I, and I agree with that. But then it did get rid of the stuff like the Mako and all that nonsense. I love well, that. I love the Mako. Going exploring all the planets. I did that. All the side quests. <laughs> I felt. I thought it felt a bit more grand and epic in the second one. Oh, the, the ending one. was the third incredible. one, especially. Third one I yeah, love. The, the second I just, one I, just, I think is really good. Yeah, the second one, you can't just go to a planet in a system and plonk the Mako down and explore it. But the Mako stuff it was, was shit. It was shit. <laughs> it wasn't shit. It was it was it rubbish. Wasn't shit. It was categorically right. People you who drive think along empty Mako was shit. Couldn't drive it properly. Nah. <laughs> there you go. That's all funny. I remember is that terrible thing that that big was some boss popped out of a hole and had to kill it in the Mako and it wasn't Thresher Mo. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. But the only Mass Effect Two, and I agree, Mass Effect Three is a good game. It just ends poorly because it doesn't know how to end. But yeah, who cares? It's the journey, not just the. I mean, how do you end that trilogy? How do you end? That? I remember I saw a tweet from someone. It was a freelancer. I'm really sorry, I can't remember your name. Yeah, but they tweeted something like, 
how do you want... Oh, maybe it's an article they did. It's like, how did you want Mass Effect to end? With Commander Shepard, like, flying towards the Reapers as Slayer played. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how I wanted Mass Effect to end. Yeah. Raining Blood playing as Mass Effect... Uh, Mass Effect as Commander Shepard just, like, you know, kicked yeah. the shit out of Reapers. Everyone's like, you've answered your own question there, mate. That's... I would love that. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> but, alas, we didn't get it. Instead, we got Ghost Child. But I still think Mass Effect 3 was all right. Yeah. I think they ended it the only way they could have ended it. Because I've never heard a decent alternative... Well, what's that one that they were always going to do? The dark energy. They just ditched that halfway through. Dark energy? I don't, I don't know about that. It's, it's still all in Mass Effect 3. It's like there's yeah. stuff about how the Reapers were made by dark energy. Yeah. And, they, and then they never finished writing it. And so it's just, it was just abandoned. And That sounds like Bioware. <laughs> exactly. We've got a great idea, but we don't have the time to do it. Just leave it. Yeah, well. Half of Dragon Age Inquisition. I love Dragon Age Inquisition, but a lot of it is just like... The first 50% we, ha- we haven't got enough content in this game. Let's put a load of MMO shite in it. Yeah, yeah. I totally so, agree. Totally yeah, agree. Yeah. That's I've, what they're like. I've spattered my opinions about Dragon Age enough. I think it's, I think it's a, one of the most disappointing franchises in history, Dragon Age. Really? Because I think they had so much Even potential. Even though it's your, one of your favourite games ever. Yeah, but that's the oh, thing. Yeah. I think the first one is so good, but the last two are just not Dragon Age games. Like, really? it's, like, it's like a lie. It's yeah. like they tricked you all with Origins, and then every time I, they change up what that I'd game say, is. I, every game. I think if you, look at, if you look at the trilogy so far as a whole... I think it really. I think it does stand up, even though the, even though Origins, I totally agree, was the is by far the best game out of the three. Mm. I love the way they all they all reference each other. How yeah. like, like all the events tied together. There's a real good sense of continuity. The world building is incredible. Inquisition really um, added a lot to the to the lore. I think. I think. I think they all stand up, taken as a whole. Mm. Like you know, yeah. Dragon Age Two. I wasn't expecting the events of Dragon Age Two to be so important oh yeah in fact Inquisition yeah. made me appreciate Dragon Age 2 more because I remembered yeah. stuff because it kept referencing stuff that happened in Dragon Age 2 and I was like, like oh yeah I did holy that. shit yeah. that's quite cool I never thought Dragon Age 2 was cool when I played it <laughs> so yeah. that's true anyway, do, you know, do you know what I learned today what? Tom taught me this what Venice isn't a country <laughs> no, a bit it's more a taught city. you that today. Mm. it's a city it's, do you know what country it's it was in, an underwater Dave? country there you go you've been watching too much sequest dsv well you know water world you know that happened didn't it was that what's called water world didn't happen it didn't happen in real life it bombed at the box office yeah you are with kevin costner yeah is he dead now no he's still alive he made a film the other day it was patrick swayze wasn't it the day i always get those confused yeah no he's dead were they both robin hood at one point no no, Kevin Costner was Robin Hood. But I think Patrick, Patrick Swayze was in Dirty Dancing. Patrick Swayze was never Robin Hood. Yeah. Why am I getting confused Patrick with Patrick Swayze was never Superman's dad. Why no. would there be a crossover there? Why would I consider them the Maybe same they're in the same film. I have no idea. You probably dreamt it. Maybe they were both in the raid too. With Big Moore. He was Big Moore's dad. Is Kevin Costner your dad? Don't tell people. No, that would have been a good look back. But anyway. Tom Costner. <laughs> um, I think we better wrap it up. You've, you've had almost twenty-five minutes, Bigmore. Bloody hell! Yeah. Do you want to say anything else before you? you go on. This is your platform. This is your moment. Yeah, you can like, go on. Just do it. Just sing. Say something. You've bunged us some something. cash. You can it's, say whatever it's the video you want. You can literally I mean, say or do whatever you want, as long well, as you don't libel anyone. If when I, while I'm here, I've definitely got to say thank you to someone. I've got to definitely say thank you to um, Yellow Sapphire. Friend of video gamer Yellow Sapphire. Oh, we love Yellow Sapphire. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we know Yellow Sapphire. Yeah, Jenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's she's lovely. Yeah, she's been good to me the last. Brat's trying to screw months. her over. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, in, playing um, that fucking game. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Neptune's yeah. pride. That's it. Neptune's pride. Oh, fucking hell. No, he doesn't. He no. Fuck you, Miller. That's it. He <laughs> said it with his eyes. <laughs> going home. Yeah. Well, thanks to Yellow Sapphire. I want to say thanks to Yellow Sapphire because she's very nice. Pillar of the community. Pillar of the video gamer community. Yeah. Anyway, as is Tom Bick. As is Tom Bick. I still haven't worked out whether you are a Thomas or a Tom. But it does. Yeah. At, this, at this stage, it doesn't matter. Former and current friend of video gamer exactly. Tom Bickmore, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. We are going to say bye. Bye bye. Oh, 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 oh. oh. hello. 